0: Welcome to the Every Thought Matters Podcast. I just love talking to people about their origin stories. It brings me a lot of joy. I love connecting with people and I love sharing their stories with you. So come along for the ride and remember, Every Thought Matters. Welcome to the Every Thought Matters Podcast. My guest today is Helen, a spiritual coach. I have no words for this. Three hours of pure joy, energy, exchange thoughtfulness listening and guidance thank you for listening and i appreciate you and enjoy this amazing podcast well hello i am with helen on the ever thought matters podcast i met this wonderful soul on tiktok and i'm so lucky to have her on my podcast welcome helen
1: thank you Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor to be here, actually.
0: Yes. And for my listeners, you don't see what I see, but tell us what you're wearing and why you decided to wear that.
1: All right. This morning when I woke up, um, I always asked spirit, you know, to prep me for the day. And I wanted to come on here and wear something nice and professional. Um, but no. (laughs) I was guided to wear the Wonder Woman t-shirt. I've got the socks on. I've got the mug, even the underclothes. Everything is Wonder Woman today. Um, And I asked why. And um, I heard the theme song, the original theme song for Wonder Woman. All the world is waiting for you and the power you possess. So that's the message for all of us is that We have that power inside of us and that people are waiting on us to give it, to share it.
0: Wonderful. So give me one second. I'm going to pause this because my audio just went out on my headphones, so I got to change. Sure. And listeners, I love you. Hang with me. Okay, we're back with the lovely Helen. I had some audio issues and that's my own deal. So it's great. though. So I've seriously got Helen Wonder Woman today. On my podcast. I love this. And you're just like so bright and full of energy today.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm telling you, it's, I want to say that it is partly uh, my own mind to own. um, But uh, what's happening in my life right now, there's, there's no way to stop it. It just, spirit is really doing something awesome in my life. And I'm so completely grateful.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that, because your backstory is incredible. Like, you were a minister for, like, 20 years or something?
1: I was an ordained minister, um, a prophetess, for about 12 years. I was ordained in a non, um, what is it called, non-denominational Christian church, and uh, did I, I preached the word over the pulpit. I was paid to um, preach in other churches. I taught, you know, curriculum that I created, um, baptized people. uh, Unfortunately, you know, laid people to rest. It it, it was amazing. Built churches from the ground up, laying flooring, painting walls, all of that for about 12 years.
0: Wow. So, but you're no longer doing that. And now, you're called to do something more and kind of let us know what that means and how did this all come about?
1: Absolutely. Um, so there was a point. I, I was completely uh dedicated to the church and completely dedicated to the mission. I was all in. Um, I had come from a life of poverty and pain and trauma uh as a small child. And so when the idea of God was introduced into my life. It was something bigger than my problems. It was a hope. It was a feeling of comfort to me to know that there was someone that was there with me from the very beginning that saw everything um, yet still loved me. And so I threw myself into church and it was very um, pivotal for me at that point in my life. You know, I had tried to attempt suicide several times Um, but I threw myself in and I found hope and I found peace and I found a way to be able to help other people. Um, but there did come a time because I am a little bit rebellious by nature, uh, where a situation occurred in the church and I was called a warlock and um which after you know using my spiritual gifts, healing, singing. Um, laying on of hands speaking in tongues uh, all of a sudden there was this this issue and I was kicked out of the church and um, at the same time I was married to an ordained minister pastor um, and he after coming back from Afghanistan found another woman and um, our family was broken up so I stepped away from christianity for a long time and kind of did my thing you know uh leading up to you know me getting into this major car accident with a tractor trailer truck i was parked on the side of the highway he fell asleep and hit my car that was stationary going 85 miles an hour that was the point in my life where everything completely changed I lost my ability to speak clearly. Um, I have four portions of my brain that are dead that will no longer come back. I had physical trauma um, that I went through and really was the wake up call um, for me to change my life. You know, the idea of time and that we have time, you know, it it shook me to my core. And, And I thought, you know, if I were to have died in this accident, how would people have remembered me? Because I was partying and I was drinking and I was just like, you know, all gas, no brakes sending it. Like this was, you know, a major wake-up call for me. And so, um I got to a point where I met someone. I was engaged. I had moved out of state. We were living together. And I began to weirdly see repeating numbers. 111 333 444. Four. I knew nothing about spirituality, absolutely nothing. And I'm like, what is this? And I joked around one day and I said, Oh, yeah, look, the angels are speaking to me. Well, one night I looked it up and realized it was a thing. Um, that was when spirit opened my eyes to show me all of the pain of my past had created walls to the point where I was no longer able to feel emotion with my fiance. And I understood he was loving me the best that he could, but because I was so guarded and carrying so much weight from my past that I never let go of, that I could never love him in the same capacity, that I could not allow his love to fully you know, encapsulate my heart because it was so much stuff there. So spirit pushed me to the point of conviction that I had to leave him. And I came back home and uh, I didn't have a place to live. So my family offered me a a cabin on the lake. (laughs) And I screamed at God what I knew to be God. And I said, if this there is a reason for all of this, if you are really real, if this is all supposed to make sense somehow, you're going to need to show me you're going to need to show me because I tried going to church to heal these wounds and I was baptized and I was told, you know, forgiveness. And I did all of these things. But yet my heart is still so completely guarded and boarded up that i can't experience you know happiness for once in my life what the heck is the deal so in this cabin on the lake sorry and i and i wasn't taught anything in spirituality and and i did that on purpose i didn't read books i didn't have a teacher i didn't have anyone to lead me none of that sorry my dog is shaking his head
0: i love the dog
1: um oops, sorry. So I purposely said, if this is going to be real, it's not going to be because it was someone else telling me what their experience was. And I told God this whole thing. I said, you are going to need to show me who you are for myself. This is just going to have to be me and you for it to be real. Because I had, I had, taken in everyone else's life experience over the pulpit and what I was taught and what I was told and I accepted it as truth but yet I'm finding in my life that it's not working (laughs) so the more that I took the time to sit in silence I I started getting information about healing and and walking through my shadow work and remembering from my foundation in Christianity, which I do not reject, that was my first experience with the divine. That was how the divine expressed me was through this opportunity of Christianity. So I heard in my head, you got to get to the root. You got to get to the root. And so what that took me on was this journey of Going back to every single trauma that I had experienced in my entire life. The earliest trauma. I said, okay, what's the first one? Let's do this. You know, what else do I have at this point? So I went through. And when I mean went through, I allowed that story to replay in my head. And I allowed myself to be that little girl that was being touched by her cousins, molested raped, beaten, all of this stuff. I allowed myself to remember and to feel the emotions that were connected to that trauma, that experience in my life. And I will tell you, it was not pretty. None of this was pretty. And it was so painful. And I had boogers coming out my nose and tears. And I was throwing things. I was kicking things. I was throwing up. It was all of the release of these emotions that I had stuffed down inside of me for all of these years I never dealt with. And that was why there was so many walls in this fortress around my heart, not letting me feel love, not letting me give love fully or receive it fully was because I had to unpack my shit, excuse the French, but that's what it is. And I did this for seven months straight, day in and day out, day in and day out. I knew that if I was going, this see, it sounds a little cliche, okay? But the life that I lived before my accident was garbage. None of it, it was, it was terrible. It was hard. It was painful. It was, I didn't experience joy. I I never knew what love was because I didn't get it from parents or family or friends or anyone else. It was all just this, well, she's here, she's existing, she's alive, hidden in plain sight kind of stuff. So when it came to me screaming, this has to mean something and you need to show me something. I knew that this was my last shot. And what do I mean by that? Is that if I wasn't able to get this and this right I didn't want to do any of it anymore. And yes, I do have four children. And yes, I do. You know, I, do, I did have family that cared about me. Um, but I went through this process of purging. Every single one. Early childhood, teenage years, grown woman, <laughs> and the present. And it was a process of purging and then healing. So I started because music is very important to me. I am am very, very super hypersensitive to energy. Very much so that even when I hear music, I feel the notes, especially acoustic guitar. That is kind of my favorite because when I hear the notes being plucked on the guitar, I feel the vibration through my body. I can feel it, heart chakra activation, all of the chakras activated, it, it, it is um, healing to me. So during the day I would do my purging and at night I would take time to get my coffee and go down and sit at the lake and watch the sunset and be still. And then I started incorporating, uh, laying the bathtub. I found some music on YouTube uh meditative music I started digging in deeper to find guided meditation I had a really hard time being able to be still and be calm and be quiet but again I did this all for seven months at a time until I got it right or <laughs> right, I, I came into agreement with being able to to quiet all the noise all of the voices the quiet, the anxious feeling. And that at nighttime was my time to heal and strengthen and recoup so that I could go back at it the next day. I feel like I'm rambling.
0: (laughs) You're fine. You're telling me your story. This was beautiful. I've written so many notes about what you've talked about because you're a mother of four and you're one of the things, the coaching in me and the spiritual side of me is, abandonment issues so one thing that was told to me within the last couple of years is you're never abandoned because you could never abandon yourself i've always loved that and yet you took the time to not recreate but relive very tough feelings and i'm fascinated by that it scares me but i'm like you where you were with all the walls up cuz I, I just have my walls up but 7 months straight of actually trying to break down those walls to be the spiritual person that you are today is an incredible feat are do you do you think you're ever done with
1: that though no um, and this is actually a lesson that I just learned. Um, you're, you're not done. You know, there are so many layers. There, there are deeper depths and higher heights
2: mm-hmm. to our,
1: our experiences. So we can initially go through and experience our trauma and process those feelings And then later down the line, which is something I actually recently experienced, I was like, oh man, was my shadow work ineffective because I'm seeing this thing pop up now, but it's just popping up in a different way. And I really meditated on that. I really went to spirit and I asked the question, I was like, why is this coming back up if I spent all that time working on it. Was it ineffective? And Spirit's um, response to me was this. Just like there are layers to our life, childhood, teenage years, adult years, higher self, there are different layers to our healing, different layers to our pain, different... It's so very intricate. It's like a web that is woven. Um, And... I had processed the initial portion of that trauma and of that pain. But as we elevate and as we come to a higher level of consciousness, a higher level of awareness, a greater understanding of things, there is always more to learn. So I may have dealt with the major issue of abandonment as a little girl, but I am going to be faced with the idea of abandonment as a little girl, as a teenager, as an adult woman, and even in my higher self, my interaction with people, it is layered, it is layered, so your healing is going to be layered, and it's all about, okay, I dealt with this back here, and these are the lessons that I learned back here. And this is what I learned in my teenage years about this. And this is what I'm. And it's all about coming to a place of mastery in our own mind and in our own heart that we can navigate through um, situations and circumstances with people that may include abandonment. You'll 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 be triggered. You'll you'll see it whether it's in them projecting it on you or whether it's another lesson about abandonment that we need to learn to further our mastery in this skill, how we operate, how we function.
0: I agree. And one thing I've done, my, you know, I have those abandonment issues, but now I've done the work and I didn't do as deep it as you, but I've learned how to rewrite my history Awesome. where it's facts rather than emotions.
2: Have you found
0: your path to that because a lot of the I used to hate my childhood, but now I realize my childhood was freaking amazing, even oh, yeah. with all the trauma. Even with all the trauma that I went through, I go, wow, you know, it's, you know, amazing because my first trauma was at eight years old with my parents getting divorced as an eight-year-old boy. and My dad got the kids so, mom would visit and take an eight year old boy from this mother. That's like my therapist would tell me that's like processing a death. Yes. And now I look at it and I, I process it as facts. It's not a death anymore to me, which is so cool. Have you been able to do something like that with these experiences, even with the layers that you have?
1: I have. Um, one. One other thing that just recently happened to me um, and, and and it's tying all this in and, and I'm sorry, but don't this be is sorry.
0: how I don't be this, sorry. You're wonderful. This is why I wanted you on my podcast.
1: Thank you. I, I just, this is the way that spirit works for me. Uh, I get a bird's eye view and then there are certain things that pop out um, that I'm meant to, to share. So I just recently, um, how, how do I put this? I went through a complete uh, spiritual death. This is something that I, I, I have a hard time somewhat explaining. Um, but this is what has happened in, in the idea of Christianity, they talk about, you know, dying and being born again. And there's this one scripture that says, well, am I supposed to climb back up in my mother's womb and be born again? No, no. The divine allowed me to feel. And there's a video on my TikTok. So everything that I experience in my spirituality, there is a video because I've been told to be transparent. So I went through a spiritual mental heart death just recently. Um, I mourned the loss of my old self. It was weird. Um, I felt mentally, heart, positionally, like I was looking back at this person as a separate person from who I am right now. And I was told by spirit to honor who she was, to go back and honor the fact that she was strong enough to get through The the abuse and, you know, being raped and being abandoned by my mom at nine and, you know, being beat up. All of these things that I went through, I was put in a very solemn place as if I was at a funeral and I was looking back at this and 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 spirit said, honor her. And then I went through and and spirit told me she's about to take her last breath. And, and it was a very emotional, strange thing for me. Um, but, and I cried and I screamed and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. This is crazy. And finally I got to the point where I was so completely physically, emotionally exhausted. I said to the divine laying in my bed, I said, you know what? Send it, send it. I, I surrender. I, I understand that that woman that I was before operating the way she operated, thinking the way she thought, loving the way she did, is not going to, um, is no longer able to take me to the next place that I need to go in you. So I surrender. And, and it was scary because in that moment, you know, I understand the power of words. And when I say something in a divine, like I know that's like that's a big deal for me. Um, words are precious. So you don't just misuse them, but I said, okay, I'm ready. And I felt physical pain throughout my whole entire body. My heart, I had a migraine, my back locked up physically. This, it it basically manifested what if, if death were to feel like something, I felt it that night. And, um, the mental acceptance that she had her time and she had her place but she was exhausted she couldn't carry the baton anymore so it was time for me to step up and say okay girl i got you you rest we're stepping up into this higher level this this elevated way of thinking things aren't looking the same anymore you can't you're you know The people that were in my life before couldn't come with me. Uh, Spirit showed me, you know, even family members, even my own father. Who was my hero? I had to cut ties with. You see, um, when I was nine, my biological mother put myself and three other children down to bed. And when we woke up the next day, we realized that she had moved out of the home. And I was nine, I had a brother and sister who were five and four, and then my older sister who was 10. We had no heat in the house, we had no food in the house. It was the middle of winter in upstate New York, which means it was probably a high of about 25 degrees, freezing. My biological mother decided to put us to bed, say goodnight, when we woke up the next day, she had moved out of state with her boyfriend, Okay. So, for three days, my brothers and sisters and I were in the home alone. Only reason we were found was because the school called CPS. My biological father had moved out, he was going to drug rehab counseling. And so, my father was my hero because instead of letting us go to the state, he took us in. Didn't know anything about raising children, but he took us in. And it just so happened that we, we were we were really close i was daddy's girl and even as an adult he he really supported and loved me wow sorry a really high-pitched ringing in my ear thank you spirit um but anyway just recently because he's a christian and because the way that i live my life is radical and because i have put uh you know i put a TikTok up there Um, talking about the temptation of money and starting an OnlyFans page. And I was dressed a little sexy, but spirit was just like, do it because that's how people are going to understand the message. And so my father thought I was starting an OnlyFans page and selling my body online for money. And came at me really, really terribly, F-bombing and everything, which he's never done. But it was time for me to honor myself, honor this journey. And Mm -hmm. so we were unable to come up with uh, a compromise. And so I had to step away. And, um, this spiritual death that I just went through, uh, what it has done for me is allow me to detach from the things people places and things from my past with love and understand that when i do that it the reason i let the people go is if i felt like i was being disrespected or if i felt i was being used or if i felt like you know there was ill intention there or if they were doing things that from my past That would cause harm to where I wanted to go. So I let those go. After going through this transformation that I'm going through, I'm coming out the back end. I'm healing right now. Um, But what I've been able to do now with love is look back on these traumas with gratefulness. Sounds weird, right? How could you be be grateful for being uh, molested by your male and female cousin? How could you feel grateful for that? This is why. Spirit has allowed my mind to open up to look at it differently. And I say feel grateful. My head and my heart are connected on how I see this. So it's not imbalanced. I am grateful because I have run into several people as I've elevated, that have experienced the same exact thing. My gratefulness is that I was able to go through the experience. I was able to understand fully by processing my emotion, every emotion that was connected to that trauma that I went through. I was able to understand the aftermath of that. What are the results of not dealing with it? wanting to take your life um being sexually um what would you call it i don't even know Ho face is that okay to say yeah like the- say
0: whatever you want to say
1: sure um, because when it happened, I was at a state of, uh, the stage of adolescence where, you know, sexuality was opening up. So then it opened up the question, well, are you gay or are you not gay? Because part of it felt good and part of it didn't feel good. So what do you do right. with that? So I'm grateful, so grateful for those experiences because I made a promise to myself when I didn't die and I should have in that accident that I was going to find a way to make every single thing that I went through worth it. And when I see other people struggling with these areas and these issues and these emotions, and they don't know how to let go and they're being tormented, I now have had the experience. I have felt the emotions. I have the tools to be able to help. Walk them through that and free them from the bondage that is trauma from our past. Help them understand that they don't have to carry the responsibility for someone else's unhealed actions towards them. That they don't have to carry the pain and the hurt and they're not shameful and they're not dirty and they're not, you know, broken. This is something that happened to you and to be able to put those emotions in their place so that they can walk forward and move freely in this area that happened you know in their life it, it, it's it's about freedom and so my mind tells me now and i understand now that there was a reason for that to happen and my heart tells me now that i can be grateful because now i can share that love and that compassion and that understanding with someone else who has gone through the same thing and i've been able to do that now that i've gone through this death and rebirth with every single trauma that i have in my life and it and it, and it honestly it continues to build me up my confidence to be able to be this transparent to be able to bring power to the pain that was in my life.
2: Right. You know,
1: I, I'm able to honor that woman that endured that. That woman that sat in the bathtub with a razor about to take her life. I'm, I'm, I'm But she didn't. I am honoring her mm-hmm. by being transparent and being open and by using what it is that she learned in her life in my present life.
0: I love that. And one of the things you mentioned, Wonder Woman, <laughs> was the word grateful. And if you've not seen her on social media, she spells the word grateful, G-R-E-A-T-F-U-L. Can you talk about
1: that? Absolutely. <laughs> um, you're the first person to catch that probably in the last, I'll say 10 years.
0: <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I knew that you had a meaning behind it because I knew you were smart. That I knew it wasn't a spelling error. I knew there was a meaning, so I asked. So, but tell my listeners what that really means. It's grateful.
1: Yes, um, the word grateful and the reason for the spelling for me is because we are meant to be full of greatness. We we are full. Of greatness. Um, I know I know the spellings improper but but the more important purpose of of that word being what it is for me is its definition. What is it saying? Um, So many times we use words and this is sorry I'm channeling right now. So many times that we use words And words are symbolisms of of our understanding and our perception of things. And as a society, we've created a dictionary full of words that are representations. And what means one thing, while it can be defined by Webster to one person, can mean something totally different to someone else. I also understand that words are powerful. That's kind of cliche. But no doubt they are. Our words create. Our words create. <laughs> um, grateful. So when I use the word grateful, I am telling you that there is another level of being grateful, that I embody the fullness of what is great because it is from the divine. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a fullness. It, it's a a beautiful, beautiful thing. Not this is not kudos to me. Listen, it's not kudos to me. I am grateful to be full.
0: Right, but I've got to read what you wrote me because I just love this.
1: Please do.
0: I because she says, and I got to my glasses honestly i've been clearing out for my ancestors poverty consciousness passed on to me i am grateful because right now i have been living off not surviving for three months with very little but i have found when i do have the opportunity to have a good meal or warmth, i am really appreciative of it i am not just eating to eat i taste the notes appreciate the time it took to prepare textures it's beautiful i've learned to be content with a baked potato or a steak dinner up. Being, being prepared to have more. But I do not worry or stress. I feel kept. I love that. That was so poetic and beautiful. But it, that embodies what being grateful is in your words. And in mine too now. Because I love that spelling. And I love the meaning behind it. Because when you're grateful, meaning grateful. You're grateful, right? So if you feel like, and I'm the law of attraction kind of guy, so a lack mentality is not being grateful. Like I have enough food in my refrigerator and I have a house. I have a home. I feed some stray cats. So I'm very grateful. I'm very full of greatness. And I love that because you said words are powerful and i always, I haven't always said this, but I've adopted this, that words are spells that we cast upon ourselves. And the words we use change how we look and view and see ourselves. Like I, In 2014, I lost my job and got a nice uh, golden parachute company I was working for, but I was depressed because I lost my job. Like, they laid me off because I made too much money. And I read this book love yourself like your life depends on it. In one of the chapters and it was about this guy, Kamal Ravikant, who said, basically he stood in front of the mirror for five minutes every day to say, and looked at himself and says, I love myself. Those mm. words are powerful. Those words were spells. And I, I do that on and off all the time. When I start feeling a bit low, I'll do that. Just to cast a spell on myself. So, and now You've introduced a word into my lexicon called grateful, and I love it because that that helps me feel full of the divine. And one question I have for you that I'm still I'm working through is: You've been to church. I was a Catholic kid. And I was a good Catholic boy, as an altar boy, went to catechism, all that good stuff. Believed in it and became an atheist. Then the minute I started thinking about things, I'm like, "Yep, there's a divine creator," and I struggle with the difference between the divine creator and spirit. What I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer to that, but what is yours? Because I want to learn from that.
1: Absolutely. Um, so my understanding, as it as it has been shown to me, is, um, and we'll have to the the creator, right? The creator. Right? is source yes source of spirit so sometimes people call your intuition sometimes will people will call it the holy spirit nevertheless it is the knowing that is within us that comes directly from the creator its origin is with the creator But it is bestowed upon us. It is that knowing. It is our gift, our intuition given to us by the creator. So that when we're operating and we're working in this 3D reality, Mm -hmm. that is our telephone to creator. That is our megaphone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We gain information from the Mm -hmm. creator. So even, you know, something as small as, you know, something feels off on someone and you get that gut feeling. It's all about learning to trust our intuition because it does not originate from us. It originates from the creator and it's a gift to us so that we can have our spidey sense on per se um, and become aware of what is around us energetically. And
0: in the middle of this, and I knew just from the beginning that you have been channeling what you're saying, and I love that, you got a ringing in your, what was it, your left ear or your right? My left. Okay, so mine's usually in my right ear when I know spirits trying to tell me something. So do you get that a lot?
1: (laughs) I do. Um, and actually after, you know, my accident, I really thought it was tinnitus. (laughs) Right. Because, um, I do, I hear different, uh, in the very beginning when, when my auditory, um, gifting was opening up, I could hear sounds like crickets, a million crickets in a field. A million crickets in a field. Um, and then there were times when I felt like I could hear the hovering helicopter, like on Nash.
2: <laughs>
1: right. um, and then there were points where, you know, I would get intense ringing in my right ear and intense ringing in my left ear. And I had read a lot of things and researched a lot of things. And I still do. I still do. But now I'm getting more of a clear message rather than signs. Because it's just increased for me. Um, but starting out, you know, I did, I was researching and trying to look online. Well, what means what? What are they trying to say? You know, because one person will say if it's from the right ear, it's going to be this. And then in the left ear, it's this. But then I found that there was conflicting information. And the bottom line after me spending hours kind of looking this up, Spirit spoke to me and said, What is it to you? And that was, that's been what my whole walk has been is, is, is from the very beginning. I said, I'm not depending on someone else's experience or perception to define what this is going to be with you. How about you and me do this thing and we take it where it's going to go. And so that was spirit reminding me, okay, what does it mean? Pay attention when it happens, what are you saying? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? And that will tell you, it will define it's a personal thing. It's personal.
0: Yeah. And that gave me a lot of calm because I've heard it's the right ear and i heard it's the left ear. And sometimes I get in one or the other. So I, and as you said, what does it mean to me? And I, for me, it I was born partially deaf. You probably don't know that. My listeners do. But my right ear doesn't work. It's about 85% deaf. But I still get a loud ringing in my right ear. So I'm pretty sure that's spirit going, hey. Yo, I got a message for you. You know, quiet Yo. yourself. And I'm starting. One of the hardest things for me is I think uh women have better sense of intuition than men do. I don't know if that's true or not true. It's just my perception. Just like in our 3D world, our perception is our thoughts. It's, our thoughts are re- our reality. Whatever we think, that's what we're creating. Because that's a very law of attraction thing. You buy a green Mazda. You're going to see green Mazdas every day after that. You really will because your brain is starting to be... It trains itself to do that. Your subconscious goes, oh, hey, green Mazda, you know. You know. So I think that however that means to me, I don't trust my intuition quite yet, but I'm getting there. Because I know that's the key to me being fulfilled. Because one of the things... I struggle with is the word satisfied because I want my life to be a satisfying experience. And some people perceive satisfied as being content and not wanting more out of life. And I don't think it's that. I think it's. That is what satisfies. is. That I be. think
1: that's amazing. And, and this is, and Spirit just confirmed to me when you were speaking about um, your hearing loss that even for you, the rules that someone else would put out there, it wouldn't be valid. So does that mean just because you aren't able to hear the sound in your right ear when Spirit is speaking to you, does that mean you're missing out on half of the information? No, I don't buy it. I don't buy I don't it. Buy it. It's personal. That. I love, love, love. And... and <laughs> That you brought up the difference, masculine, feminine energies. I love that. And you said that you don't know. That is something that um, Spirit has really dove into. And I don't know if it's something that you want to dive into just briefly, but...
0: Sure, let's do it. That's why I it... had you on. because You have gifts for me. I know. I knew you had gifts for me.
1: Oh, whatever, whatever I have in me belongs to everyone it
0: that's a great message you really that should be a tick tock right there because it's really true
1: it is i i i love that you brought up about and and i call uh because i have um disciplined my life to look at everything as energy okay i i've i've had downloads about the you know, even about the Christian faith, understanding this, that Adam, if you want to talk about wordplay, A-T-O-M in the garden of Eden, positive, negative energies, we could go really deep with this if you want, but I've spent hours thinking about this masculine and feminine energies. Um, the divine feminine was created um, if we want to split them. Okay. And, and, a person was created with both masculine and feminine energies. Okay, I agree. Um, the masculine energy is the grounded energy, the get-it-done energy, the come-up-with-a-plan, the visionary energy. The the very he gets things done. Okay, the feminine energy was created to be emotional, to be soft. Uh, people might not like this but i'm going to explain it okay that part of us that part where we're in touch with our emotions we can process feelings properly and we can feel compassion for others so within you your body can i use you as an example what can i use you as an example
2: please please do Thank
1: you. so you representing primarily masculine energy are made up of both pot um feminine and masculine energy believe it or not okay so you have the drive to get it done that is your purpose that is your you know that is the masculine primary masculine energy but also you are an emotional being you have a um, capacity to feel and to love and to have compassion and that person that is able to embody both in a healthy place is a completely balanced person. And everyone is supposed to be completely balanced, masculine and feminine. For masculines, it's especially difficult because our society has said, and we know what the barriers are emotionally, that they are not to be emotional beings. You stay in your place and you do your work, but no, we've denied them the right to experience their their emotions, even from adolescence. To have those emotional experiences, to be able to master the emotions, understand how to operate as an emotional being in a healthy way. So now we're seeing a lot of masculines and I'm seeing, and that's what my heart's cry is, why you see a lot of supportive um, content for masculines, is that there needs to be space held for masculines to feel their emotions outside of these limitations that society has placed on them, where it's like, okay, don't cry because you're going to lose your man card. That's both. Sorry, but that, that's not it. There needs to be for these masculines, a space created where they feel safe enough to experience those emotions, to feel them, to mess it up, to get dirty, to, you know, Nose running, crying, being soft, like understanding Mm -hmm. that these are not a threat to who you are, but if you can master them, if you can allow yourself that space and be brave enough to go against what everyone says then you can become balanced and step into your balanced power. And that's why mashed ones often feel emasculated or feel like they're only good for what they can offer, what they can bring to the table or what they can do. Is this part of who they are? Yes, but they're out of balance. They're out of balance. You're missing this whole piece of your life, which is why you are, your, your emotions are down here. You're depressed depressed because you haven't brought balance to that. So what I try to do is I try to create as soon as spirit showed me this truth and broke my heart on it, because it's sad to me. I have boys and um, was to create a space for men that they could speak their heart. And it's a twofold blessing because I've never heard what the heart of a man sounds like. I've never experienced that in my life. I just haven't and i don't know what it's like to to feel pure genuine kindness from a man outside of needing to give something in return for it so we're healing each other but but that feminine energy is emotions are energy in motion are women emotional yes We've been since adolescence given space to be able to feel and to think and to cry. And this is what's been acceptable and to be soft. So, so we we've had that mastery since we were young. Masculines have had the mastery of being masculine since you were young. So (laughs) the feminine is given the ability to feel these energies in motion, to be able to process the energies in motion, to be able to connect on a deeper level with the divine, okay? To be able to be the one to go into the spirit realm, to sit and gather the spiritual information, to be able to become one with source, So that when she comes into union with her masculine, the one that is primarily masculine, she's able to give him that spiritual information, the oversight for the insight, the spiritual knowledge that the divine has so that he can make plans within this 3D realm to move the two of them forward. It is the combination of the two. And if you see and I will say this, you know, when we notice imbalances in people, it's the man that has the inability to process his emotions healthy. That's the man operating primarily in his masculine. That's how we tell where there's an imbalance. If you're a feminine and you are operating primary, primarily in your masculine, she's going to be the go-getter, the one who's denying her emotions. She's going to be the one that is operating to get it done. Pushing hard. You know, operating in that energy. So when we can bring that balance, we can bring you to a place of complete empowerment. And I had to do that. I had I had to go through that balance within myself. But That's, it's still completely empowering.
2: Yeah,
0: but it's, it is all about that <laughs> balance because I've had long conversations with a friend of mine uh, about this topic and how we we started. This all started with uh, everything started with feminine energy, and then the masculine energy took over, and now we're going back to the feminine. And I said for about two to three years as people think well society's breaking down. I said you know, it's kind of like that where thing in Japan, and I can't think of the word, but where they basically if a object is broken, they put it back together, use gold to put it back together yes. where it's worth more than what it started out as. And I think that's what we our collective consciousness is doing within the last five to ten years. And it's shifting more into where Like, I think about this a lot on my podcast because I get, I've had guys on my podcast, but I tend to get more women on my podcast because I'm talking about divine feminine subjects like spirituality and my emotions and all of that. And I had this, I don't know, download right in the middle of you talking. It's like, this is why you went through that trauma when you were young is because I was preparing you to for this change in the collective consciousness i had that right in the middle of that it's like
2: oh yeah
0: i went through that pain as an eight-year-old because that's preparing me to step into this part which gives me the idea that i gotta have balance because i actually think my feminine energy is higher than my masculine i i i have a hard time with alphas i just do i had this amazing experience and i have to share this One of my friends in L.A., when I left L.A., I kind of left. It wasn't pretty. And the people that showed up for me were incredible. Can you hear me okay? Yes. I just had a little feedback. But the people that you heard that helped me during that was a guy who was literally an actor who was on Breaking Bad. He was the one that came and helped me pack up everything. And, but he was an alpha. And in the middle of doing this, he kind of took the alpha control. And my, I had that fight or flight thing. And I was like, no, he's an alpha. That's what he does. He And he's very much an alpha. And he's a, he, yet yeah, he's very spiritual, very whatever. But his alpha kicked in and I sat back and I went, that's just him being an alpha. It's, you are not being hurt. You're, you're safe. And. When I flipped that switch, it reminded me that in men or women that are, I have female friends that are alphas and I have to I'm learning how to understand that because that's for me harder than it is dealing with women with a lot of feminine energy. And you're reminding me with this balance is I think personally I need to up my masculine a little bit. Even though I am I am very much a chivalrous man opening doors for the ladies even if they're my friends and walking on the left side of the sidewalk nearest to the street so she's safe all of that i'm very much that kind of masculine energy guy but i'm not like an alpha dog like i have to be the biggest in the room but yet in a room where there's no leadership i'll take over even at work where i'm the lowest on the totem pole and I know some people who don't know how to lead, I'll take over. I just do it. So you've kind of shown me that I need to work on those things.
1: Um you know every interaction that we have with people, um, and I think it's interesting. Sorry, I'm gonna grab this. I think it's interesting that you um say alpha and that's awesome because spirit just showed me he said this is this is a label Helen that people have placed on someone who is primarily out of balance within their masculine feminine energy it's just somebody that's way up here right and because spirit sorry spirit just showed me because there is so much trauma on this end that the scales are so out of balance because of the level of trauma. See, this is how spirit works with me is that there's always indicators that come out of conversation. However, um, there is a reason spirit is saying that you have such strong emotions being stirred up by their being in the presence of an alpha. And um, I'm always one that's going to the root. So um there is um certain traumas to be explored uh concerning you know times when you felt like your were um power was taken away from you sorry <laughs> power no that makes sense no you. no you're, also- you're
0: you're making sense you're actually
2: helping
1: Because when we have uh, a situation where we feel so completely powerless and out of control, and I love that you brought this up, there is a fight or flight response that will cause us to step back, step back, because there is such um, an aversion to that in us because we've experienced it. So it is every single person that we come into contact is a mirror is an opportunity for spirit source to show us to illuminate something in us that if we fix it is going to bring us to a greater state of balance for our good. So if we are aware, if we're paying attention, every single person has something to show us. And, but a lot of times we're so um, complacent in our own lives, almost absent in a sense. It's just kind of on autopilot. Um, but the divine is telling us all the time, trying to show us all the time, not not as a way of self-criticism, but saying, hey, do you want to reach your great Mm-hmm. Because if you do, this right here is, is slowing you down. I, I want you to be grateful too." this thing right here is causing you to not have that fullness. So let's, let's deal with that. So we're shown and given those opportunities every single day, often several, several times a day, and we will continue to be shown it until it clicks.
0: Right. And you just brought up my two step brothers were alphas and I didn't even think of it that way. i like, Oh, Okay, cool. Because and I I kind of agree with you. I think it's what society and I personally think when we go and just this, this is my personal opinion, but when people say society X Y, they're giving away their power by saying it's society because, in my opinion, spirit is the divine energy that we all have every. All eight billion of us, or seven and a half billion people, there's divine energy in all of them, even the worst of people. So I don't think it's society. I think it's people's thoughts are creating and allowing the word, say, alpha, to be there, or the allowing society is allowing that to be a thing where it's really not. The alpha just has is like you said, out of out of balance, has more masculine than feminine. Yeah, with my friend who I love dearly, uh I could sit here and talk about this kind of stuff with him, but yet he is truly has very strong masculine energy. He's a fixer, he's a doer, he's you know, been on you know, he's got a, a freaking sag after award in his house, you know. But he's yet this nice I could sit here and talk about feelings with him until the cows come home because he's just yeah. one of those kind of people but he's just a little more dominant in his map he's a little bit out of balance but not much to be honest with you and I think I love the way you phrase that because it's getting those to be in balance and all of this has brought me to this point to where when that collective consciousness not society the collective consciousness changes to where that doesn't become a thing I'm very better prepared for it than most. And going back to what you laying your previous self to rest, I've done a lot of that kind of work myself. So, but yet I'm also grateful for that because I'm grateful that I, there's probably only two experiences in my life that, that cut me to my core, and that's my father passing and my dog passing. But everything else, I can find some silver lining. I could even find silver lining with my father because. He's here. He leaves me pennies on the ground all the time to show me that he's around. And so, I've been so. gone for 22 years, and he was my hero. Literally, honest to God, my hero. I mean, and if I can implore anybody, this is my soapbox, but make sure you call and talk to your parents if you can. You know, even or just, even if you can't do that, like in your case, hold space and energy. Like my friend who's an alpha female, because She's actually had to step into that just because that's what happened with her life. I still hold space for her, even though I don't talk to her. Absolutely. And people don't under I had I have I've had people ask me what's that mean to hold space. Yes. It's like you're giving them an energy field, because you said earlier everything is energy. And everything is energy. This interaction is energy. You and I are on the same plane because I believe you're mirroring back to me. Some things that I I have to know, but I'm also, I sure as heck mirroring back something to you, and I hope that I am, but I'm also giving you a space, even if you're just talking about your stuff, that's helping you heal.
1: It is, yes.
0: Right? Doesn't that help you heal? Just Absolutely. A little bit. Well, right, so pulling space is just that, and I have so many other things I want to talk to you about, but I know you're on a time. Crunch. Like, I want to talk about forgiveness. I want to talk about numbers because I'm just, I have a, another friend on TikTok that is, wants to come on my podcast and talk about numbers. I have a numerologist in Germany that wants to be on my podcast. Ooh. I love numbers. I like my favorite thing to tell anybody about numbers two things. One, I was born on 11 11 1964. So, the very, that's a very divine number. I was born at 6.40 a.m. On 11-11-1964. That's. 10-10-10. 11-11-10. And like. that, And. The other thing was. My dad's life was at. His halfway point. When I was born. To. Almost to the day. It was two, two days off. I think it was two days after I was born. Was that. The exact number of days that his life is at his halfway point. Stuff like that is not coincidence. No. No. And everybody always says they see 1111 or whatever. I follow a lot of people here and I follow some great spiritual people because I'm just now diving into uh, the Akashic Records and Tarot. And I do some of those on TikTok, and I had readers tell me that I'm really good at it. I've only been doing it for like a couple months, and that was a gift. A friend of mine just gave me this deck. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll read what the book says, and I'm starting to learn how to read it with just by looking at the cards and going, that's what that is. And
2: sure.
0: what do you think about numbers? I mean, if you've got the time, I'd love to hear it.
1: Absolutely. Um, Numbers, they're messages. It's energetic code. Everything is energy. It is is a method of communication. Like I said, we have um, the Webster Dictionary uh, that is, you know, letters put together to form words to convey a message. Same thing with numbers. Um, but it, this is the, uh, what I believe, this is the communication um, from the 5D, that this is a, meth- a message, this is a, a language used on a, on a higher level or a higher plane used to communicate um, to us in the 3D uh, what it is that the, the divine is is wanting to share universally. It's a language.
0: I, I never thought of it as a language. I thought of it, but I also, I like that interpretation because it is a way of our divine energy speaking to us. And I think that's good. I've always, you know, 11-11 always been special to me. And it's, it's ironic, too, because my aunt, who's 92, I'd have to look it up on Facebook.
1: Ninety two or ninety
0: three is also eleven eleven, and it just that's. I I don't find any of those things coincidental. I think that's divine, and I think in a previous life my soul was connected to somebody around eleven eleven. I just I just do, and I knew about ten years ago I had that message where my Life purpose was to heal my soul. And yeah. I still believe that. But I also now am to the point where my life purpose is to serve.
1: That's incredible. I, I Sorry, I'm being led by spirit. Um, I was told the word frequencies. There are times where I am able to tap in or have downloads. And it mostly happens at night. I'm very connected to the moon. So when I channel uh, the majority of the time, unless there's a need, <laughs> I channel mostly at night. So there have been nights where I have channeled. Um, the only way that I can describe this is it sounds very computerized. Whatever I'm tapping into is a very computerized sound. Um, I'm being shown a picture of the matrix, um, when the numbers are streaming down. Um, so spirit showing me that right now and what, what, These downloads consist of, and this happened for a week straight. I was like a mad scientist. I went out and bought all these books because downloads and downloads but it was speaking to me about frequencies and frequency numbers and how to connect with certain frequencies and numbers that were connected to numbers. Um, This was a very different way of channeling because it felt like it was more outside of my own voice and my own knowing, which is normally what spirit does or the divine uses when I channel. But this was a completely computerized coded, message and even when i heard the sound the sound in my head the voice sounded very computerized so when we talk about numbers and when i say that it's language Um, It is representative. it's It's a representation of everything and everything in the 5D has a number in a corresponding code to it. And in order for us to understand or connect or communicate with the 5D from a 3D positioning, it has to be done in code. In the proper code because that's what the universe recognizes is the code we to break it down even simply even more simple is if you know you go onto youtube and you're listening to a love frequency and you connect to the frequency that is love well depending on how you're being intentional in your life at that moment you can use it to your advantage because that is the frequency for me that is, that is, that is the center of my existence that frequency
0: i'm amazed that you went down there cuz that's exactly where i was going cuz the frequency and its certain sounds at certain uh, megahertz can actually activated i remember when i i've only been on tiktok since december of last year so not very long and i remember seeing one where this lady was doing a sound bath which i love If you haven't seen i'm sure you know about sound baths and the, the bowls and all of that it's just it's divine it i was just laying in bed had my headphones on and I was just listening, closing my eyes, and it went straight to my root chakra. And I felt that, that tingling, like, oh my God. I and that I was hooked because I'd never I had done a sound bath in 2015, which was just the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced. It was mm-hmm. a bunch of us in a room and this guy came in and just did this sound bath, and I'm like, this is just amazing. And then I lost track of it and then tiktok came along and i i love the frequency of sound and obviously you like it because the guitar sounds as you spoke about but those are can really activate stuff inside you and since you said that you talked about we're here in 3d you and i are talking in 3d and you said in order to talk to the 5d you're talking in code with numbers or frequencies or something but What's 4D? What's the quacho?
1: Gotcha. Um, do you mean like how do how do I do that?
0: How what, does that work? Define what, okay, 3D is our human existence. As you said, it's our, you know, I look at us as humans, we're souls in a human meat suit, at, to use your words. Um, sure. And 5D is source. So what's 4D? What's that definition look like
1: 4 D um, I've never asked that question and I don't believe that I've ever, yeah, I've, I've not gotten an answer on it and I've never asked to be honest with you. There are things, um, unashamed to say and excited to say that I've not experienced yet that I don't understand. And I don't know. Um, however, that what I heard, <laughs> this seems so, um, what I heard spirit say was the in between, the in between. No, I, I don't know. I need to dig a little bit deeper into that. Um, but what I understand is that there are different levels of consciousness, different yes. levels of awareness, different, um. Hmm, higher heights okay (laughs) higher heights and it is just that it can be just that simple but it's very 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 complex and I admittedly so um I'm gonna ask that question tonight to understand what the 4d is because I do know in my experience I am having the experience and then the information about what just happened (laughs) a lot of times is how I am being taught. So, um, and I know that my transformation was pushed to happen at a very accelerated rate. So there are things that that I need to catch up with. However, I don't worry about that either because the information that I need will come at the time that I need it. So even if something is outside of my experience currently or my knowledge or my wisdom right now, um, I'm still holding space to have that experience with the creator. And that is exciting to me. So tonight I am going to ask, show me what is the 4D so that I can have a greater understanding
0: she's writing that down folks Um, and that's how you explained it too because I have shifted my mindset in the last couple weeks I recently I manifested some money and I was really like honed in on manifesting money and now I've shifted my mindset and spirit told me manifest people Kelly that's where it's at and that's my next goal is to manifest people. And I knew you'd be a good guest on this podcast, but you've blown me away. Like, you my expectations.
1: Thank but, you.
0: Uh, so I'm now shifting that mindset of what abundance means. But abundance for me is people now. And I know I've got, I, was, I went live yesterday on TikTok and I just, I openly talked about, what I want to do next. And I, you know, I've got an online shop. I've got a lot of, you know, stuff like a sweatshirt like this. It says spiritual gangsta on it, all that kind of stuff. Smart. And I know I need to manifest people for that to take off. I don't need to manifest money. I need to manifest people. And people, the hardest part where I'm at right now today is, and I'm writing a book about it, is sports is my culture. Force has always been my culture. It's been my escape mechanism, to be honest with you. It helps me get out a lot of emotions that I can't process otherwise. But it's becoming less and less important, and that kind of scares me because, but that's also maybe me losing my old self, but my old self still loves, you know, when the Red Sox play in April. You know? Sure. So it's, changing me to where i'm trying to figure out how to manifest that abundance and form of people that are like-minded like me that are really spiritual but can also love sports but also love a good hamburger you know what i mean yeah you know? and uh so like okay spirit just said what i need to tell him. uh just like this job i have right now I'm i'm just a prep cook i make 12 bucks an hour and it's a great job. And Spirit keeps telling me, just stay there. Just stay there. There's a gift there for you. And I'm just, that intuition, remember that? Remember yes. we about that like 40 minutes ago? I'm trusting it. I'm just sticking with it. I don't have any fight or flight mechanism in that job. And it's just really weird because most jobs I've ever had, I've been a computer programmer. I've made films. as a filmmaker for 10 years. A lot of them I've had that fight or flight, like, because I know my worth. I know what I'm capable of. Like, I know that I can go build websites for people. I know that I could coach people. I know that I can do tarot, and I'm just. But Sarah keeps saying, "Don't lose that job." I don't know why, and it's not this glamorous job. It's weird.
1: I know why. Sorry.
2: What? I'm going,
1: I'm like you mentioned before. I am uh, I mentioned to you that I am healing uh, generational trauma from poverty consciousness. Okay. Um I uh due to situation circumstances, spirit told me to leave my job. Leave my job. Um I stepped out of my job. Um, I haven't been working for the last two months. Um, Like I said, some weeks there is a bag of potatoes and I am rationing out a a potato a day. Um, There, I'm I'm eating garbage pizza. I mean, life just is, it's, it's tight. But I asked the divine to help me to heal this poverty consciousness. Okay. Oh, so. I'm like, well, crap. Why am I being punished? I've been in poverty my whole entire life. What's the point of me being in in poverty even deeper? <laughs> what is the deal? Like, you know, right now, um, on paper, m- my rent's not paid. My car could get repossessed. I lost car insurance. Uh, you know, I don't know if I if I have I have zero dollars in the bank. But guess what? I am at the happiest state in my life. And it's all connected to poverty consciousness. Why? Because we have to understand, poverty is not just talking about money. Poverty is the way that we connect our thinking even to the things that have happened to us are we continuing to replay those in our mind over and over again because we remain unhealed well that's poverty consciousness and that's part of what's keeping us from our abundance so i had to be put into this place christians would say the desert where you have to depend day to day on maybe a hot bowl of oatmeal or Trust that your lights are going to be on or trust that you have hot water. That's where I'm living at right now. People don't know that people don't need to know that it's my lesson. And now that I understand why, and that this is not a punishment, I was allowed to, and I'm so grateful. I had a moment where I thought I was losing my mind. I went for two weeks on a mission by the divine. I've not been released to say why or what happened when I was there. However. I've been eating those frozen box pizzas. They're like dollar pizzas that there's yep. nothing real to those things at all. Oh, I know. It's what I can afford. When I went on this trip, that person ordered pizza and it had real cheese and it had real meat on it. And it it was and in that moment, it was like. My mouth exploded and I was able to taste the notes of the cheese and appreciate it. And I began to cry over some damn pizza. You know why? Because I was taking my time to savor it because I understood what it meant to be without. And I understood that this blessing that was in front of me, that was pizza. Whatever, it could be anything. In that moment, I was not just eating to eat. But that I could appreciate everything that was put into what made that pizza. And I was blessed with the ability on that night to enjoy it. See, this is the point of everything. is not even that we didn't appreciate it before, but we didn't see things clearly for what they were before. So we get put into this place of perceived lack or perceived poverty. Why? So that when the abundance does come into our life, we don't forget to celebrate the freaking pizza and the real cheese and the sauce in the way that we felt, because it's all about being in the present moment and experiencing and appreciating the present moment. No matter what situation or circumstance you find yourself in, it is all about mindset and heart position.
0: So, mindset and heart position.
1: Yes. And I, I, also just wanted to say, and I don't mean to ramble or, or it's please okay. keep
0: going, please.
1: Manifesting, spirit, you know, one thing that I really learned about manifesting, and we'll hear people say it, but it really is true. There was this commercial, and it was, it said, "Set it and forget it," set it and forget it, and when we manifest, when we manifest. A lot of times we don't understand, but out of this place of need, out of this place of perceived poverty, out of this place of perceived need, we will manifest. And and we have to be very mindful of the energy that we are trying to put behind the idea of manifesting. What What does manifesting mean? honestly that thing which we want to experience in this current present reality is already there it's already there this is the mindset we need to have it's already there all we need to do is ask but when we go into it feeling like we need to write 20 pages of journal and 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 no offense everyone do what you need to do or you know manifest rainwater and put the list underneath there you know what is this all what are these things uh, we're putting so much energy into the idea that there is something missing and we need to bring it in we're looking at it wrong to Mm -hmm. manifest we ask for that which is already there to be something that we experience right now right here in the present moment There should not be like a desperation because if you're putting desperation behind your manifestation, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get back desperation and you're going to face
0: stuff. Oh, I totally agree with you. It's not the thing. It's a feeling. Manifest a feeling. And then I love this because now that's just, I'm going to have to add this to my lexicon because, but in order to manifest, you want to manifest anything, manifest a feeling Set that feeling in motion and forget it, because once you, because that's what you have to do. And that's like I wrote a congratulations letter to myself that's hanging on my fridge. I don't remember what I wrote. I forgot about what I wrote. I just know on my refrigerator there's a congratulations letter for something I manifested. I have no idea what it is. I've forgotten about it. I don't even know what's in that letter right now. So, but I manifested the feeling of whatever it is, and it's that's. In the in law of attraction lexicon, that's what you do. You manifest a feeling. It's not yes. the stuff. The stuff isn't. You know the the spouse, the girlfriend, whatever. The house, the car, all that stuff. All of those things are feelings, and those go back to what I talked about before: feeling satisfied. Like yes. when I do a podcast, or, and I've said this pretty much on. This is my 37th episode, and on almost every one of them, I said. It's like being, which is amazing because that's 10, me in numbers, is I've been on film sets. I've made films. I've made a film that won a ton of awards. Uh, And there's nothing like being on set because one of the best things about being on set in a film is you've got about 40 people all working for the same goal. Which is so, from the guy in craft services or the gal in craft services who's making sure people are fed, to the director who's making sure that the actor actually said what they were going to say and that it was perfectly in frame, the lighting was good. Everybody's working for the same end goal. And when you're on set, that's the coolest feeling. When I tape a podcast, it's the coolest, it's just like that. And it's very satisfying for me. It's satisfying. Can I ask you
1: a question? Sorry,
0: please.
1: Spirit said to ask you a question, okay. um, because I've thought about this too. One day I was led to to read the movie credit credits on the end of a movie. I never do that. I, I never do that. But I it went into so much detail about how many people there are um, involved. And Spirit asked me to ask you, what is the common goal that those people are all to together, coming together to do? What is the common goal?
0: To, to make the movie that the writer set out to make.
1: Create Whatever it is. the yeah. environment. Create. Right. Yes. So Spirit right. was just it's, saying, like you said, I have a whole TikTok on manifesting a partner and spirit told me create the environment Helen okay mm-hmm. so I I had this thought in my head I used to love it sundays uh what I wanted to do for my partner my partner's out here but spirit told me to recreate it so I did a TikTok on this I made a home cooked meal I took time. I turned on music. I was dancing around. I was allowing myself to feel how it would feel to be able to put my love into this home cooked meal for my partner and, um, you know, dancing around. And then I was able to make, you know, homemade cookies and smell the smells and experience the hunger and, and fuzzy socks and blankets and cuddles I was able to feel that now that is the manifesting that we do. We continue to create the environment, have the experience, and we can do this without people until it comes into fruition. People say, and I I heard the question, well, what is it? How do you do that with money? How do you manifest money that way? Because obviously I don't, I have $0 in my bank account, 0.00. And I'll, I'll get some, I think I'll get probably, you know, $300 in my bank account. Uh, I've been living off of $300 a week for three months. Ask me how that's possible. I don't know. It is, but I'm not worried about it. Okay. So we manifest money. Well, how do I do that? Do I go out and take my last $5 and just buy something willy nilly just because I'm just trusting the universe? No. No, it's all about understanding that our abundance comes in so many different shapes and so many different forms and being allowing our mind to align with the fact that it is already in existence. All we have to do is ask and then allow our emotions, our feelings to pull it in. I got a, uh, I got a download, a vision, um, that when we connect with our heart and this was specifically for me, but I understand that there is a portal. Oh yeah. There is, there is a portal at the very center, very deepest depth of our heart. There is a portal and that portal is a door. And when we get to a place where we are that connected and that deep, that connected with our heart space, it's all cleaned up and it's clear, and there's a clear passage. When we can connect to that, that is where the manifestation, the door, from the five D realm into our present reality. So I've been connecting in with that.
0: <laughs> That's great. And I was like so many things came to mind in that in my three in D experience, if you will. One is, like, when I was in L.A., I literally, I moved to L.A. with $150,000 in my bank account. So, I didn't have to work. But then I spent money on the film and whatever. And I remember, but I wanted a relationship so bad. And I wanted it for the wrong reasons, of course. Sure. But one of the things I did do, and I did exactly what you did. I made my home. I set out. I had this nice little table on the sidewall plates wine glasses everything set out as if i would every day i would come home from set or from working we'd have producers meetings or whatever and i would see that yes like so that that's creating the environment and the other thing too is and i preach this till the cows come home is the track don't chase the track don't chase and it is creating the environment because that's what a movie is it's an environment where a story happens And all those people on that set are creating that environment where that story comes to fruition. And the guy who directed uh, Forrest Gump, that's how he described the movie. He said, why was it so successful? Because everybody was working towards the same goal. They were all creating that environment for this wonderful character. And the last thing, and I can't believe I remember all three things because you know how your mind works, but... There's a TikToker on there that I follow once in a while that talks about doors. Where you walk through a door that inside your own home, imagine that it's a portal to that environment. So you said just walk through and, and close the door, then walk through it as if you're walking into your. I call it your higher self because, and one of my friends had a hard time with that because some people think your higher self is just your soul, but I consider my higher self being Kelly Raymer, happily married with a beach house in Italy with my wife. That's my ultimate goal And coaching people, doing readings, drinking wine. That's, so I've imagined, I've done it in my little, I live in a trailer in the redneck trailer park in a redneck town and I am absolutely ecstatic about where I live. I have an opportunity to move closer to work so I don't have I don't even have a car. So I get rides to work every day. Awesome. And I could move over to the closer to work, but I don't want to because I like this place. I got a deck and I've got a washer and dryer. I have everything I need. I don't I have a refrigerator. I have a stove and I don't need anything else. It got me to that point. And while you were talking about poverty, I went down a number track. I literally wrote down the alphabet and what numbers that each letter represents. And then I added them up. And they add up to 103, which I've reduced it down to one number, which is four. I don't know what that means. But the 103 makes... Made me feel like that's thirteen, and society or the collective consciousness, as it were, doesn't like number thirteen. I love the number thirteen. I yeah. absolutely love the number thirteen. But if you embrace that less is more, I don't have stuff. I used, I had when I was married. We had a house. I had a man cave with all my sports memorabilia. I had a lot of sports memorabilia. Work probably. Close to four or five thousand dollars. I don't have any of that crap anymore. It doesn't matter to me anymore because less is more. And I eat those crappy, same crappy pizzas. So when I do get, you know, I feel like I have the abundance. Like I had a butter burger from work mm. on Sunday. That's a, it was a special burger for, that we made, and it wasn't cheap. It was like eleven ninety nine. But I'm like. I didn't go down that lack mindset. I said, the universe is going to take care of me because everything's going to come to me in divine order. So as you said, set the intention and forget about it. So I set the intention I'm going to get a car. And once in a while I think about it, but I really don't. Or I set the intention that I'm going to manifest $75,000, to be honest with you. That's the number that came up. I was guided by spirit. That was a number. So I think it's going to happen. I just don't know how, but I don't lose sleep anymore. And I know people who have anxiety that lose sleep towards anything. And I just go, I say I love my life pretty much once a day. And I, you know, I got, you know, maybe a grand in my checking account, but I got bills to pay. Yeah. But I feel more abundant than I did when I had $150,000 in my life. I really do. Because I'm so much happier now. And it's doing this and doing tarot readings. And I'm now all about manifesting people in my life that just surround me with the positive energy that I want to be around. Because if I'm surrounded by that, all those other things that I want, they're already there, as you said. Abraham Hicks, I've listened to her a lot or them, because Abraham Hicks actually is channeled energy, much just like what you're channeling. It's the same thing, it's messages that are being channeled. Mm-hmm. And they say that it just manifest a feeling. Yes. And could and they also say that it's already manifested. It's already there. It's in that little portal in your heart center as you talked about. It's right beyond that door. And where I've gotten to. It, I know there's just a little bit of. It's not completely white because there's some gray matter there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's still a bit dusty, but I know it will happen. I just do. I don't. I. I know the car's going to come. I know the money's going to come. I know the coaching clients are going to come. The, my friend Jen, who you met forever soon fulfilled when you I was live yeah. yesterday. She's been pushing me to add that as a part of my coaching practice, so I'm working on that now.
1: That's awesome.
0: I know. And my favorite, I, I this is my soapbox, so I could, my favorite card is the Akashic Library.
1: Ooh, it's beautiful. I've, I've seen images of this. I've, I've been there. It's amazing.
0: So I drew that card today. It's a three card layout and it's the first card is kind of like your past influence. The, first, the middle card is the uh, current and because the past is kind of influencing the current. And then the last one is, you know, kind of the future. And it was the Akashic library. And a lot of times I'll just go to that. I'll slow my brain down and go into the library and find a book, open it up and find the first sentence in the book, see what that message is for me. And it's just, dusty old library that you'd probably see like in harry potter you know yes like that and there'd be dust on it and you just you find a sentence and it means something to you and i love getting to that yeah. point where i can channel spirit to where spirit tells me that so
1: i w- i wanted to say to you um sure. I, d- I just got a download pretty awesome uh back to your your manifestation uh spirit was saying the time that okay the when you see your manifest when it when it will be manifest is when you have been able to get your head and your heart in alignment and you've detached from that manifestation the i see the ideas that come into our head the things that we want are actually things that we are entitled to but yes. we're being made aware of them which is why the thought is there to want it however we need to be able to detach the fear any doubt that it could possibly happen and disconnect the fear um or we don't want to go into it with the lack mindset meaning we're doing it out of desperation so we first need to quiet all of those emotions yes, <clears throat> we do. so that we can get into head and heart alignment head and heart agreement so that our mind is not causing our heart to question what is true Right. that is how we bring forth our manifestations you got this and and i i keep getting chills when i hear you speak so i think it's amazing i'm getting confirmation left and right especially about the the amount did you say 47 75 75 I'll 47
0: sounds 40. better actually and you know why yeah cuz it's 11 Okay, I got chills. I just got chills.
1: 47.
0: That makes sense.
1: Oh, I love you so much. This is amazing.
0: <laughs> well, I I knew that you would bring some gifts for me and I, because I fully embrace the, the, the ability that or the thought that people are mirrors. And I, I talk about a lot in my TikToks and I talk about a lot with my friends. It's like, mirror stuff like I have a guy at work that is at a place and that's not where I'm at and he's a little bit angry about pretty much everything and yeah. he's a wonderful human being and I practice forgiveness for him all the time because I was there once I know what that mm-hmm. feels like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I also know what the other side the other side is just this glorious magnificent place that I'm in now. Because sure. some people go to gyms, I record podcasts. I get the same endorphins that people do get from working out by talking to people. Because one of my friends, I call her forgiveness coach. I'm gonna keep calling her a forgiveness coach until she adopts it. And she's a forgiveness coach because and she tells me forgiveness is understanding that they only know what they only know.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good.
0: I know, but it is. They only know what they only know. And I had, I literally got, last year, got fired from a barista job. I don't know how or why. No explanation was given. I just didn't get along with a couple people because they were lazy, and I don't like lazy people. And being a borderline baby boomer Gen Xer, just, I worked in the fields when I was 12. I did hard work hard labor Mm -hmm. and so being lazy at work and being social and being on your phone and all that didn't care for it sure they just they probably made up something or whatever and i just went and my friends like they don't know what they don't know and i've been drawing and here's the other thing about the law of attraction the law of attraction is about this I'm a recovering people pleaser, but I'm still attracting people pleasers in my life. You know why? Same. Because it's teaching me, A, how far I've gone, but B, I still need a little work. There it is. And yeah. There's always going to be there. And going back to Abraham Hicks, and this is my favorite thing, is you're never wrong and you're never done. Yeah. Because
1: That's good. I've never heard that before. I told you when I keep myself shut off so I can have the most authentic experience I'm being for real. You're sharing things with me I've never heard before. From an, uh, yeah. Can know, you say that one more time?
0: You're never wrong and you're never done. Awesome. Cuz you're always growing. Yeah. And you're never wrong and so you went back and you looked at your former self and you gave gave a lot of forgiveness for your former self and you literally had a death for your former self and now you look at that and go that wasn't wrong was it no see just like me my eight-year-old trauma not wrong he's it, preparing me for this because i see myself working for another 20 to 25 years and i want to everybody mm-hmm. else is like oh well, i want to retire i'm like no sorry that just My brain went, yeah, 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. And Because I want to work. I want to serve people for the next 25 years. And I can serve people and be authentic because I have 57 years of experience. I've not certified in anything. But I know I'm I'm a mindset coach because I know your thoughts are your spells. And I can use that witchcraft to help people change their thoughts so they can change their world. My dad gave me this book many, many, many years ago. He was into Amway. My dad and stepmom were into Amway. the one of the most original multi-level marketing schemes ever, right? Mm-hmm. But he got into all this positive mindset, and he gave me uh, a Norman Vincent appeal book, "The Power of Positive Thinking." And Norman Vincent Appeal said, "Change your thoughts, change your world." Yes, because words yes. are spells. They are, they.
1: they- they are, whether you call them spells or or whatever you call them, it doesn't matter. It, the word doesn't matter. We use words so that people can understand what we're saying. However, what the essence of what you're saying, like we speak and it happens, we speak and we're calling it forth. I'm in hundred percent agreement with you on that one. 100%. I'm still working on for me, Um, I recently had an experience, um, part of my gifting is mediumship, though I choose not to right now because I don't fully understand it. Um, there are certain, uh, aspects of that, that I, that I need to understand because I've had a one-on-one experience not too recently, um, which was not wrong, (laughs) which was not wrong. Like I said, I'm being trained, uh, energetically for a reason. I I understand energy. I feel shifts in the room. I, I, I see things energetically. I feel things move through me energetically. And I did have an experience, um, with a dark energy that, that, um, just recently, and I had no clue what happened again, I'm not reading books on this stuff. I'm I'm allowing myself to experience it firsthand, which it is what it is. That's what my walk is. Um, so I had an experience with a dark energy that actually uh, entered into my vessel. And I wasn't sure what it was because I hadn't experienced it before, but it entered into my vessel. And I knew because of my experience with energy and my training that I've gone through with music and with sounds and that this was not an energy that was there um, for a good, you know good reason. However, <laughs> how do I explain this? The energy was of an older man that had passed away um, that had lung cancer. This was all the information that I picked up um, that came into my body. However, the energy that was attached to him, was the energy that was attacking me not him not the gentleman because basically he was the connection anyway um i was having a conversation with his granddaughter when this happened and he showed up entered in um i began to feel it in my throat chakra like i was gagging and struggling to breathe um sound came out uh the message came out. I got off the phone with the girl because I had no idea what was, what was, what was happening, but he was speaking. This energy was speaking through me. I felt the dark energy on my back. Now I was struggling to breathe because the energy that was attached to this energy that was speaking to me um, was what in fact assisted in um, the ending of his natural life. Um mm-hmm. difficult difficult to understand because I, I work with angels and I work with the divine, and there is a certain threshold that I don't I don't go because I don't understand it and I and I respect it, but I don't understand it. Uh that night um I was so wrapped in my body from this energy that was in me, uh speaking to me. My ancestors showed up. It was miraculous what happened. My ancestors showed up. I'm, I'm deeply connected to my native ancestors, and I saw her. And she began to spoke, speak uh, her language to this energy that was attacking me. Um, I began to cry out. I didn't know what was going on, thought I was losing my mind. And I smile about it now because it was, it was miraculous, and I'll tell you why. I called on Michael. I am connected to Archangel Michael um, in a way that I can't explain, um, to people who may not believe in this, it's fine. But this was my experience. I was standing in my hallway to my kitchen and my body hurt so bad. And this thing was, uh, retching my throat chakra, retching my throat chakra. And I called out to Michael, Michael, please help me. Please, please help me. I can't do this in my mind's eye. I I saw these huge, and granted, I didn't know what any of this was. I asked for help on this one. Huge white wings with um, gold on the edges of them. Nobody in between, but huge white wings came in like this. And all of a sudden, I felt like a wind coming from those wings. And it felt as if a breeze was blowing through a sheer curtain. It blew through me. And all of a sudden, I felt as if, I know, I felt as if I had wings. And the air coming from these wings filled my wings, which then lifted me up and over. And this air blew through my body. Okay. I know how this sounds.
0: No, I'm all in. I'm all in.
1: Um, I, and this is why. (laughs) this experience with archangel michael when i cried out to him and he showed up and he helped me i i am so humbled first of all <laughs> uh, that he would show up for me but it also reinforced to me that i am protected And that there is no reason to fear um, the darkness or the Mm -hmm. things of the darkness. And um, so this is a part of me that uh, I will continue baby steps because I'll be quite honest. It it triggered um, childhood healing in me because I felt like I was spiritually molested. Is that too deep to say that? I don't know. But that's my truth. I felt because I had cleaned my vessel so much to have that inside of me, I felt spiritually molested in that moment. And so that triggered childhood healing. But it also revealed to me that I was connected to an energy in my life, a person, which then uncovered that spell work had been done which then uncovered that love spells had been done, which to me is the biggest violation against me that you could ever do. Because if there is one thing that I believe that even the divine won't go against is free will choice. So Mm -hmm. when you cast spells, trying to manipulate that, in someone else's life, oh, boy, you're done. You're done. And I had known this person for years. But that experience. Oh. I, sorry. I'm glad
0: you Go. shared that. I love that experience. I'm, I believe every bit of it. There's two things that come out of there. And there's a lady that I follow that follows me on TikTok. And she gave me one of the greatest gifts that she's given me. And I love her TikTok. She says, nobody has free will in your story.
1: And when they try.
0: <laughs> right. And I, the other thing is. I'm being called to tell you this, but my friend, Jen, who forever soon fulfilled. She's deeply connected. To Archangel Michael, you have something for her. I don't know what you do, but you've got something for you have a message for her. I don't know what it is, and that's not for me to say or, or think. But Archangel Michael, yeah, is telling me that you've got a message for her. Awesome. Because when I when I do readings for her, Archangel Michael usually comes. That Archangel Michael card comes up almost every time. Yes. Whether it's up, right side up, or upside down, and I'll wait and she's like, "Yeah," because
1: oh. Chills,
0: right? So, and yes, I I believe every word of that story, and it just, it, yeah, and there is no darkness without light. Uh, you yeah. always have to remember that. No matter how dark it is, there's one speck of light because if there darkness cannot survive without light, so if you find that darkness. Look for the light, because it's always there. It is always there. And I, most notes, I I never have written out the entire alphabet, because now my brain is going, what do these words really mean? Because I saw somebody do it on TikTok. She said, if you spell out your entire name, then add up all the numbers, and it had a chart for what each letter had. It wasn't like, you know, the letter Z is 26, because it obviously is 26. It was like A, E, and whatever. And add all those up and then reduce it to one number. And my number was 10, which is odd, because I've always felt like my number was 11. But now I've written down, you know, I wrote out the word poverty and added all, up, added all the letters up. And I've never done that. Ever.
1: Could but- you do my number? I'm curious, would you what be number? able to give me a number uh, for Helen? Okay,
2: sure. Let's
0: we'll do this. Thank you. So I, I literally, on my chicken scratch. So H is the eighth letter, E is the fifth letter, L is the twelfth letter, and N as in Nancy is the fourteenth letter. So eight, five, twelve, five, and 14 is holy crap ready I'm 44
2: 4 e4
0: that's a divine number if there's ever a divine number
1: <laughs> i was asked to ask you to do that mine
0: that's a very divine number. You didn't know that already. No. H is the eighth letter. E is the fifth letter. L is the twelfth letter. E, again, is the fifth letter. N, as in Nancy, is the fourteenth letter. Those combined, double-check my math, 13, 7, and 44. That is... That isn't magic, Helen. I don't know what magic is. Because I believe we all have... that magic inside us, that divine energy. And my mother says this to this day. It's like there are miracles every day. You just got to look for them. And they're not big, giant miracles. Tiny little miracles like 44.
1: And do you know what my name I don't know why I'm asked to tell you this but my name uh, as defined in this realm means light.
0: Yeah, actually, that makes sense. I don't know what my name means. Actually, my mom fought my dad for They argued about it. Apparently, to yeah. name named Kelly, I have no idea what Kelly means. So I've never looked at that.
1: I think I, this is. I've been inspired. I've got. I've got notes on here now because of our conversation of things that I have Deeply curious about and and, and I, under, I am grateful for every interaction because Spirit has mm-hmm. shown me uh, that um, it's about in, investments and investing your energy that you've been given. Each of us have been give, given a certain amount of energy, right? Mm-hmm. And how we invest that de- is determining, you know, what our return is going to be. And... Yep. I believe that, and I'm so so grateful for the time that that you have invested in me, and I've been able to invest in you because I know that the return on this, and the reason that you were led to go through, and and code this language, um, continue with that. It's very important for you. Please do I love that. Please- allow yourself to uh dive into this there's a reason for everything there's a reason that you're passionate about numbers um yes. and this is the thing this idea of oneness you and i are members of the same body i yes, may be are. the nose and you may be the ear but
0: That's funny my, you say function,
1: that. my function as the nose Uh, My function as the nose in the entirety of the body um, is just as important as the function of the ear, though it's separate and different. So when the nose learns how to smell at a higher state, the body as a whole now benefits. So when we are inspired and we allow ourselves to become aware of the things that we're passionate about and why are we passionate about it well that's the divine trying to show you an area where you can elevate your senses your knowledge your experience to bring a greater fullness (laughs) to the body as a whole i just snorted my bad i'm sorry (laughs) Gratefulness.
0: that's another word i'm not going to use gratefulness because think about that that's everything it's like Learning to understand what a gratefulness is, I think that's as a calling for you. It just seems like that's kind of your signature, to me. Yes, it that's
1: is. The, I have to show you something.
0: Please, sorry. Here. The key. Oh, and the you key know what key. that makes me think of. Tell me. In the Akashic Records. There's a golden key that opens up all, everything you've ever wanted. You are in the possession of that.
2: Thank you.
1: This is a um, this is a key. I don't think you can see it, but this is a key from germany when i was stationed there in the military and it came from a shrunk that was years and years and years old and there was uh, two and i bought the shrunk but i lost the shrunk and i kept the keys right and um spirit just told me to grab the key and show it to you and
0: and spirit just told me something Whoever that maid is, whoever he or she is, you're going to give that other key to them. Do not lose those keys.
1: I just heard the same thing.
0: <laughs> I, oh, I saw it. <laughs> Thank like you. I saw it in like a wedding ceremony of some form.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm so grateful. Um, (laughs) Thank you. There it is.
0: Grateful again.
2: (laughs)
1: Wow. Oh, thank you. I just noticed that the keys are... slightly different i i've had these keys since 2007 and i didn't realize i thought they were identical but they're not at- no
0: nope. they open up something different in everybody i'm trying to find the card for you i found one that already i need to show you just so you can get some sort of meaning from if- the spirit i don't know where this card is
1: if this is not divinely orchestrated, I don't know what is. I'm. Thank uh, you.
0: That would be correct. I think it
1: might be oh, I just heard spirits say check me.
0: So, <laughs> here, I'll text you that card. Thank you. Because it's number seven, and it's faded meeting.
1: We could go on for hours if I could tell I, you what this we, means to me.
0: I'll, again, is that Archangel Michael? What, that same. I love the artwork on this is great, but I one what it has. I swear. The golden key. It must be this one. And it's a minor arcana, but it's the two of keys, the treasure. That's what those keys unlock. I'll send you pictures <laughs> of all of these so you can, you know, meditate on. Them. No. And my I don't use a lot of the video from this, but this is my I this was given to me as a gift. I had no idea why. It was a Christmas gift. I let it sit dormant. Till mid-September and I have somebody like one of my friends from TikTok text me once in a while and Jen's like can I have a reading I always give Jen a reading because for free because she has coached me hold on are you there I'm here Okay. I just keep going oh. to the H which is great as long as I can hear you
1: sorry so I there will was text a phone
0: But this faded Meeting one is really great. I love this card, and I love the reading for it. But it's like there's a clock tower right here, and it's just about to strike uh, midnight.
1: Oh, chills. (laughs) Spirit has been speaking to me about this, and I've I've kind of been up in my head about it. I'm not going to lie. We all do that. Because I I have a feeling I understand what's going to be asked of me, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. So this, this, this challenge is probably going to be the biggest challenge for me because it requires a whole lot of emotional release and forgiveness.
0: They only know what they only know.
1: So they only know what they only know. I only knew what I only knew in my life experience. But yet, I was loved and forgiven and accepted completely anyways. I
0: just saw an image of you holding both of those keys, like, in a meditative state. You know how we do it like this?
1: Yes. Those keys. Thank you so much. (laughs) You, my friend. Oh you showed me my key can i can i okay
0: yes please
1: okay that'll stay here for a minute i was shown a i was shown a card this is the light seer's tarot deck
2: okay.
1: i i also read but i've had a really hard time putting myself uh, labels on myself and knowing how to tell people how i can help them i'm i'm trying to learn um because a, it's really hard for me to categorize because it, it
2: right are you there you stop
0: Okay, you're being directed to cleanse. Please do so.
1: I am just going to get some sage. Um, Okay.
0: Um, Hello, I just was told to do the same. I'm going to go get my sage. Just stay here. Yes. I'm being told to do the same thing.
1: Thank you this is a uh, this is very important our conversation i invite archangel michael archangel ariel metatron archangel uriel I invite you in. I thank you that we are divinely protected. I thank you for my ancestors, guides. Thank you for your patience.
2: Okay. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: All kinds of things happening, and it's okay. It's okay. Oh, I,
0: I have no negative energy whatsoever. I'm like overflowing with abundance, and I've taken pictures of all these cards, and this is the other one that you're going to get a picture of. And Who is that?
2: Thank you.
0: The Queen of Keys. <sighs> and I think my cards needed to be cleansed anyway. that's good
1: thank you um grateful to do
2: that
1: this union um this union is uh very sacred wow uh so i'm i i was told to look at these keys and there's a number on the key one one on each of the keys there's a number one stamped. You can't see it. I'll try to take a picture so that you can see.
2: So
0: each of them has the number one on it?
1: Yes. So
0: it's one-one. Right at, one.
1: at the base of the key. This is the divine union. And I do know um, that I have people that are not happy about this union that know me and that do not know me i know that there have been death spells put on my life i do know that um there are spells that are cast out there energy that is out there that is doing everything in its power to keep this union from happening um wow i'm not afraid
0: but it's one one what was my birthday again
1: one one.
0: Right. Those keys have some. Where did it go? Thirteen hundreds. This is what I'm getting. The thirteen hundreds.
2: Like. Wow.
0: And I. It's funny because. You freeze up again while you're messing with the cards. That's gonna be so cool. Because that just tells me that people are, don't want us to talk and okay, I'm getting emotional now. Hey, heart, at, heart as heart I heart was heart. looking I was looking at these my deck like you are. I remember you talked about balance. Yes. The balance card. And the number 10, you talked about the light of the world. Remember that? And that came out. I was just like, all of these cards, every single one of them had a message about what we talked about today. Almost every single one of them. Like, I almost wanted to show you all 62 cards. There's only 62 cards in this. And they fashioned this deck with the major and minor arcana, Right? So, the suite of keys, which is something you're very much divinely connected to, apparently. So if you ever feel like you want to go down a rabbit hole, go down to the Akashic Records about the suite of keys.
1: Suite keys. Is that what you said?
0: Yes. Yes. I'll read you what they wrote while you're pulling your cards. Yes,
2: please. Oh. Because
0: the, actually it's a suit of of the minor arcana. There's a suit of roses, the suit of scrolls, the suit of keys represents get this. Oh dear sweet mother of Pearl. The suit of keys represents values, west, wealth, success, worth, abundance, career, authority, confidence, achievement, and power that can be experienced and expressed in your life. Keys are emblematic of locking away and keeping safe what you treasure.
1: Oh. A funny. Before we had our disruption, Ah, thank you. I pulled a card that I was supposed to show you. And I couldn't find it. But I just said, help me. This card was hidden under my book.
0: Oh, I can see it. And which card is it?
1: This one is the Five of Pentacles. And it depicts uh, a woman in desperation by a door. She didn't realize the key was right there.
0: There's a key on that card?
1: There is a key on that card.
0: Yes! Gee, that key looks just like the key you just showed me. I'm just I've been called to do two things. One, I've only uploaded one other video of my podcast to my youtube channel i don't care about views or anything but i believe that this one's going to go up as well beautiful just because there's a lot of visual here it's been i could show you every card in my deck what 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 is your third eye just open up
1: uh, it's been open this whole entire time, but there is immense, I have immense pressure. Um, my third eye right now, it's a, it's a great thing. Um, energetically, I've been preparing for this divine union for the last couple of days. And yesterday specifically, I was told to, uh, make a couple of videos, um, about the fact that I am protected and that I'm not afraid. Um, and I want to put that out there. I, 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 None of this. None of this scares me. I'm not fearful. I understand that this union is um, going to create. And what I've been shown is going to create a ripple effect. Yes, I do A ripple effect energetically. Because it is divinely protected by Archangel Michael. And divinely directed. And that's no kudos to me by any means. I'm I'm I am humbled because your messenger. As are you.
0: I love you too. And this card just fell out, so I'm gonna read you what it wrote. What it Thank wrote. you. I kind of okay, the message I'm getting is both of us are on a it's the journey out of the suit of roses, seven of roses. Again. Seven keeps coming up. I'm not sure why. Seven comes up on a couple of those cards, but this one. The card time shows a time for journey. A move, a relocation. You may be taking your work or creative endeavors in a whole new direction, whether figuratively to a new industry or literally to a new city. A journey occurs. sure to take places due to new places and greater opportunities. Close your eyes and feel yourself embarking on a magical journey. Yeah, feel movement swirl around you. Anticipation fill you. Where do you want to go? How would you like to get there? Did a reading on my podcast. That's so cool.
1: This is this is one hundred percent accurate in both areas. Um, Like I said, right now I'm put in a position where I, I haven't been able to pay rent for this month, and Spirit told me. get ready to move and i'm like okay how's that supposed to happen i have zero dollars and uh again poverty consciousness i have zero dollars and how am i going to make this happen and where am i supposed to go and who am i going with and the spirit said trust so i've been spending Mm -hmm. time getting rid of my stuff i don't fear the fact that i can't pay my rent because Perhaps this is part of the equation that needs to happen. So what do I do? Surrender. Surrender. I'm excited. The place where I'm at, I I have no friends that I spend time with. I have no family that I spend time with. Uh, it has run its course for me as far as lessons and growth. And um, mm. I understand that.
2: That's so I'm powerful. excited
1: to see where is this journey taking me? I'm ready. Let's go. You know, I'm I'm, but patient at the same time because divine timing, right?
2: It's so cool because.
0: I don't know.
1: Oh, you provided so much I'm comfort just, for my soul.
0: I'm just allowing the words to come. Is 2 I'm drawn in between one, I follow a lady on TikTok by the name of Laura St. John and she's all about
1: manifesting,
0: right? Whether it's a, a human, it's a person, or it's a place to live. There's two things. That's The third thing just came into my head because one of the things I do when I want to manifest something, I write 25 ways I'm going to feel when I manifest that thing. Oh, I go wow. Right. So, uh, like last year, I manifested, manifested a car. But like three weeks prior to that, I wrote it down, you know, I could, you know, that I had my dog then. So I was like, I get to take my dog to the beach. I get to drive to the grocery store. And I just wrote down 25 things in that format, I, you know, in a feeling format, not in a acquiring thing but in a feeling format 25 emotions of things like i you know i wrote down that this year to write in the manifest i haven't manifested it yet but as you said set it and forget it, it which is what i've done i'm not worried about it the divine gonna take care of it it's already there just a matter of me finding the way to that door that you talked about so i And Laura St. John taught me that, too, through one of her courses. She's just got an online $20 thing that you can get for six weeks, whatever you want to manifest. And I did it. I saw her on TikTok and loved her energy. She has such great, positive energy. After I took that course, I manifested $2,800. I kid you not. Within three days, somebody called me up and said, you know, one of my friends I've known for forever. You know, called me up. Hey, how can I help? And, you know, I want to send you whatever. And boom, it was serious. Boom. It And that's the thing about manifesting. You can't sit back and look at how. Don't worry about the how. Just set it and forget it. And I'm just, that's 15 seconds. That's a great TikTok. Just set it and forget it. Yes. I love that. So just. I want to gift you that course. If you have comp- a computer and internet right now, I'll I'll pay the 20 bucks and give it to you because I think you will benefit greatly from it because you already have all of the great spiritual energy. Because like, what is blue, your favorite color? Because um, I see a lot of blues around you.
1: Uh, Very no. nice
0: sky blue. Very soft, baby blue.
1: I I love. Oh, yes, of course, my puppy. It's not time to play, but here we here okay, we go. I puppies love
0: you. are awesome. I love dogs. Ah. It's okay. I love it. Hi, puppy. Hi, puppy. Yes, you're on. You're on a podcast, puppy. I love it. I love the puppy.
1: A uh, black lab. Um, a black lab Bassett mix. He's a rescue.
0: Oh, I love rescues. Mine was a rescue. But I'm being called to do that for you. So I will do that. I'll figure out, I'll, I'll talk to Laura and get it done.
1: Thank you so much. I um, am.
0: It will change your mindset. And I wrote, I said, it'll change your mindset because I did it like a course. And she talked for about an hour and I just wrote copious amounts of notes. And then I forgot about it. And then within you know, the next three weeks, I had twenty eight hundred bucks in my account, which has helped great because it's given me kind of a cushion.
1: Oh my to, goodness! Yes, I
0: know. And how amazing is that? And uh, I want I, that for you as well.
1: Thank you so much. I I am learning to, yes, receive. I'm 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 learning to receive, which is also a part of the, the abundance mindset. So, I, thank you, kindly. Oh, I, I i so appreciate that
0: it's it's taken me a long time to do that too because I, you know i never looked at myself as an attractive human being and now but i think now i'm as i i personally believe that i'm as hot as i've ever been in my life
1: yes that's no seriously. Yes. I'm 50
0: I, i'm 57 I don't have a beer belly i drink beer but I don't have a beer belly you know what i mean
1: yes you know and it's, so
0: it's, it's, i got i look at myself in a mirror and i'm going f yes yes and we've got to live life with some f yes energy and you've got this wonder woman vibe oh hello yeah you have the means to watch that movie watch that
1: movie oh it's amazing it's amazing i i, I am so drawn to superheroes again everything for a reason. I love those movies and I love that you are in love with yourself. And one thing, you know, uh, and I know I don't want to draw this out. Um, but one thing that I learned, um, I used to be very critical of my body as well because I've been a mom and, you know, that does certain things and I've I've had. had And, um, one thing spirit really, uh, led me to do is, uh, weird fact about me i don't use lotion i use olive oil uh when i get out of the shower and i and i I've, I've anointed that oil uh with spirit and cleanse that oil and what i was directed to do um was after i take a bath and i'm in the mirror i take the time to anoint my body with oil and this is what i do i i say to my feet i thank you to my feet for all of the places in this lifetime lifetimes that you have brought me. I am grateful that you have been a foundation for me to walk on, to bring me to the places I need to be. I am thankful to my breasts, whether they are sagging or where they're going, because they were able to provide nourishment and strength to my four children. I'm thankful for the scars and the stretch marks because it showed that my womb is fruitful and that I was able to carry and create life from this body so showing when i do that every single day oftentimes more than once a day because i I, i'm taking baths all the time to cleanse but um i'm able to show appreciation for that which we this is this meat suit that you know a lot of times in the world we're comparing uh, our body to other people and then their social media tells us what beautiful is Um, However, I've found that my scars and my stretch marks are just as beautiful, if not more precious than an untouched um, body because I've lived life and I'm, I'm grateful for those benchmarks.
2: I love
0: that. I, again, part of my coaching is teaching people the gifts that they have and the gift that you have is you just expressed it right and i love that and you know what that's a good TikTok. people need to hear that and memorize that and with the word you know all of that i'm good at that I'm... in the movie industry i'm not i wasn't the the best writer of actual dialogue but the ideas like you're gonna love my movie i my TV show idea, and I'll put it on my podcast. I don't really care because I don't. I. God, another thing just came to me. It is so great. Ugh! Yeah. <laughs> my TV show idea isn't mine. It's not mine. It's something I'm called to create for the for everybody. Yes. Think about that, right? So I don't possess it. So I don't fear. Like people have made stuff in the entertainment industry that I've had that idea for. So apparently I was part of that catalyst. Somehow somebody tapped into my energy created a TV show. Whatever. So I have to pull up because in, in the movie industry we have something called a logline. The logline is like 20 words or so that defines and tells you what your movie is. And I keep it on my phone. Because So here's what my show's about. Sylvia, a CIA analyst on leave, returns to Budapest to right a wrong when she ends up in 1948. Incredible. I just had another vision. Telling you, you know what I envisioned in that movie? I want you to tell me what you think I envisioned that movie. Those two keys are the key to getting her back to the present day.
2: Am I not correct?
1: What do they do? Do they do this? Do they do right this? On the nose. Right on the nose. <laughs> Do they do this? Is that what you thought? It's how you collapse time. Ha. Right. Oh. Can I tell you what I heard? Um, No.
0: Yes, please.
1: Oh, my goodness. You have my permission. I'm not going to lose this. I'm not going to lose this. When you understand that it is your job to create, your responsibility is not necessarily the content. The content will be given to you. Your job is to put yourself in a position to create. You are able to release the fear, release the responsibility for it to come into fruition or succeed because it's not your own. This is the beauty of detachment and our ability to be able to manifest because... We take that pressure off of ourself, allow that creativity that is naturally inside of us to come forth from our heart. And it will prosper because it is coming. The idea is coming from abundance. We are just the channel through which that abundance is made known in this realm. It's like saying, and this is what I'm hearing. Honey, I'm home. <laughs> the husband was there but he needed to walk through the door to be seen yep.
2: because
0: you haven't even heard anything of what I've already created out of this and there's so much I'm on this but I'm processing it all but one of the things you came back to is my responsibility wasn't to create the content It's is basically my responsibility, just like you talked about being a mother, it's my responsibility to birth this. But then you talked about earlier in our podcast what was filmmaking, but to cre- my responsibility is to create that environment. Yes. Right?
2: Yes.
0: Right. My Woo. responsibility, and then add to this, you said, hi, honey, I'm, and the keys are the key to the whole thing. But you have not heard anything that I've even worked on. And the opening scene is her fiancé. She's in, she's waiting for her fiancé in Budapest. And he's on the plane. And the opening scene is him on the plane talking about how he's going to propose to her. And then she, he's talking to this lady. Who turns up in 1948? And She's an antiques dealer. That was her cover in Budapest. And that went, you know, and then there's backstory of that. But Tim, she has to. Those it's it's very much. I I love the idea of time travel. The whole purpose of this was. You're in 2022, and you've got computers and you've got GPS and all that, and you're coming out. In you're in your 1948, and you have to be use your wits and your charm and your field training to get back home. And to quote Eck, Eckhart Tolle, like, another one of my faves, or no, it was, all we are, it's, I can't remember the guy's name, but Rome or something like that. He says, All we're trying to do is get back home. Yeah. That's all our journey is. Because home is God. Yeah. That's all we're trying to do with our soul. We're given this human meat suit. That's our whole point, is to get back home. And Eckhart Tolle says, There's a reason why the word, English word home, sounds like oh. Um, yes. Yeah.
1: Same thing. Yes. 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 Home within ourselves so that we can become home.
0: With the divine.
1: With the divine.
0: Right. One of my other favorite things is yeah, I love our collective energy. I think we could we could solve so many if, but and that's the other thing about it is my job is to serve and my job is to serve and it's got to be done one at a time. So yeah. this connection is one. Then it's gonna be the next connection. And it's gonna be the next connection. It'll have a domino effect. And that's what it is. And you know, that's all I want to do is serve. And that's my goal. And just like I was thinking about my job and like why I'm there is because I'm being taught that how to understand my I am in the beginning, when I did stuff wrong, I had that fight or flight instinct, and it, this job is teaching me how to understand that.
1: Your, the lesson, yes. and the keywords that 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 stood out for me was that this is this is. Y- you mentioned all of the. Gr- Really great accomplishments that you've had, but yet you find yourself in this position that almost, not your words, but what I heard is almost feels demeaning in a little bit, in a little sense, because you do have all of these great qualities and things that you've experienced and you've made more money. So, why would you be asked to sit in this position that is below the potential? and spirit is saying very specifically because it's all about your perception of your value and your self-worth see if we didn't have to sit in a place that was and this is not pride this is facts we know inherently in us what we are able to give and when we're put in a position where we feel like well, Jesus, this is just a waste of my time and a waste of my resources and a waste of my ability to give. It's because there's a lesson in that that we need to learn that our value yes. is not rooted and grounded in our ability to produce money.
0: Well, money is an exchange of energy, so I agree.
1: It, it's my spirit telling
0: me to stay there because I have to yeah. learn some more stuff about myself there. I didn't Beautiful. know what it was. That's Beautiful.
2: what it is. Right?
1: This is be- and that's Beautiful. why I'm in the place that I'm at. It's, it's, it's not that we're prideful. It's not that we're being punished. It's not that we've done anything wrong. It's because there is a key. There is a key. Because you're faced with a door right now. The door is closed. And if you haven't been let out of the escape room yet, it's because you haven't found the key yet. That's okay. Yeah.
0: It's about the journey.
1: This is for me and for you because I'm, oh, I know. As we're I know. Thinking, it's like, it's all well, their
0: synchronicity here is, is, is incredible. It is. And, you know, I, I originally followed you on TikTok, like, cause I liked what you said and to be on and be very fair. You're, very pretty woman so Uh, and i'm like wow she's beautiful and she's smart i gotta follow this girl what she got to say and now i'm going my mind is just exploding with so much a positive energy but so many thoughts about where i'm at in my journey and about how i feel about myself and because there's two things about life that you you don't want shame and you want self-worth and I used to be on my thing but shame is about self-worth guilt is about a mistake gotta remember that yep. and I'm more doing that mirror exercise a lot because I think you gotta love yourself and you did it too you're like I'm thankful that I can still walk and see the things I can see because I've glaucoma and I'm partially deaf and all these other things. Like I could see it here and list stuff that's wrong with my human body. And then I'm like, whatever. And you know, but, my friend... but
1: what is, and that's the question. And, and this is something that my coach, I'm so completely grateful for. <laughs> I have four parts of my brain. This is my diagnosis. Okay. This was the diagnosis, oh, oh, no. PTSD, anxiety, depression, um, irreversible brain damage, four parts of my brain. I spent 16 hours for a whole week in Michigan, having a neurologist go through and tell me actually what their diagnosis of my brain was. One of those pieces, um, to the brain loss that we found was my body's inability to feel hunger. So I, no longer felt hungry that's why i'm the the, this this is how little i am this i i i was struggling with it to the point that i passed out three times because i had forgotten to eat and i went into um shock and um once was at a wedding and my sisters put me in a car and they parked the car outside because they wanted to go back to the wedding while i'm in the car and i'm sweating and i felt like i had i've never done lsd but i'm thinking that that's what would happen and my whole like and i thought i was going to die and and i was crying i was please don't let me die please don't let my nephew come out here and check on me and and find me dead like please don't i understood that there was a diagnosis given to me it was a truth that i accepted it is true From the doctors, because they're doctors, right? They have this knowledge. They have this wisdom. They went in, saw the mapping. And in fact, I saw the evidence in my life. Um, I almost died that day. Um, But my little nephew came out with like this, this cupcake that he had half eaten the frosting off of and all over his face. And he, his little hand just reached over and handed me the cupcake. And I scarfed it down. It's all I need to do. Scarfed it down. And he just giggled and ran away. Well, about an hour later, I was able to, to get to the point where I was, I was conscious and able to you know speak because my words were slurred. I had a coach that came into my life and he told me, he said, because I was like, you know, I stumble over my words. I slurred. He said, Helen, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. And
2: immediately,
1: I I feel. something inside of me was like, there's nothing wrong with me. A week later, I felt a familiar feeling in my stomach. <clears throat> and I was hungry for the first time in over two years.
0: Wow. not surprising. This doesn't surprise me at all.
1: Because where when you can radically accept outside of fear, outside of doubt, outside of rational knowledge, when you can radically hear and immediately accept something as truth, it creates it in your life. I no longer have to fear whether or not I'm going to pass out because I forgot to eat. I'm hungry now. I'm hungry now.
0: My friend who's the forgiveness coach. 35 years ago or so. Like you got breast cancer. We need to take those out. And she's like, no.
2: Right. Sorry.
0: She didn't. She walked away. She didn't take any drugs. Didn't do anything. And she doesn't. She's 74 years old. Still has her boobies.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because she learned. It was the mindset. It's it, That's the way I look at my hearing loss and my glaucoma. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Okay. What? I accept it. I'm like, even I accept the fact that maybe I might go blind. Okay. There'll be a lesson there then. Fine. Whatever.
1: It's all about. I don't
0: fear. I, I just don't. I don't. I can't. Mm-mm. It's so much waste, and everything is energy, and that's just energy to waste. And then, you know, I'm still accepting. Like, say, when Ginny passed away in January, that's still kind of shakes me a little bit. But then I know she's here. Does is your, that dog your dog walk back? Yeah, does your dog walk back and forth behind you?
1: Always, my dog. My dog is with me, um, well, up- on me all the time.
0: So the reason why I'm asked is because I keep seeing shadows on the ceiling going back and forth. I don't know if that's your dog or if there's spirits.
1: That's not that's not my dog. Uh my dog is up under the bed right now. So
0: I've seen shadows throughout this podcast.
1: Yes, you have.
0: Especially once one going from your right to your left. I can't remember what you were talking you were talking about. Something the keys things like Yes. By the way, those keys I want those keys in my TV show. Don't ever lose those keys.
1: I won't. These are the only thing that I have left from uh, that point in my life. Just this.
0: And that was where or what part of Germany?
1: Uh Hohen spells Germany and I lived on Regenbogenstrasser. I don't know why this is relevant. It's Rainbow Road. <laughs>
0: Okay, <clears> here. <throat> okay, another one. Jeez. Please. Rainbows, right? The sky's not blue, right? You know that. No. Nope.
1: Right? Yes.
0: If you go beyond the atmosphere of the Earth. Everything's black, right? Yes. Rainbow's God. The divine, because if you fractured the light perfectly, you could see all the colors of the rainbow. So that's basically being yes. God. Yes. So rainbow road. You were led to, i mean and then you're never wrong and you're never done so you were never wrong to pick up those keys when you served i can't remember which branch of the military your army right
1: army yes
0: right uh enlisted or our officer i can't remember that
1: i was enlisted yep
0: very nice thank you for your service i'm very grateful for that
1: Very oh, grateful. honor
0: i know but that led you to this moment in time with me on this podcast those keys and that message that's how it works and I even remember when I was dating my wife at the time back in the 1993 94 when I told her I in 1985 yes I met this girl two weeks before I was going back to school at Iowa State University in Ames Iowa fell in love. Met her at a roller skating rink, no less. I was 19. She was 18, I think. Went to college. I was in a temporary dorms because I just you know, I applied, got into Iowa State set up all the short-term loans, all that crap. But I missed her so much. And she was my first girlfriend. I left school. Her roommate which was a guy she didn't have a car they drove 3 hours from omaha pick me up take me home and i told my wife i did all of those things and i went to back to got my old job back at the bank where i used to work before i left for college then i went to computer programming school and then i got a job as a computer programmer at the bank in 1988 then i met troy who i worked with his girlfriend his fiance that he was going to marry her best friend was my then you know, wife all those things had to happen for me to get to that point to meet her i've known that everything is divinely timed, but i do believe that we have do you believe that we have power over that timing
1: oh my gosh yes we do i do Awesome. Oh, um- I was led to share with you, and I'm glad that you brought this up. I wrote it down. Please. When, when you were talking about time travel. Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. Is it the question that was proposed to me? Well, what is time? What is time when it pertains to you? Is it based off of the worldly system? Just like we have a dictionary that has a baseline of words put together like letters put together to create words to create an overall understanding or representation of things what is time well i said to spirit and this is a conversation i was having while you were talking i said well time for me would be experience and spirit said yes but what would, the, what would the measurement be? And I said, well, the moments that we have. Times blocked off into moments that we have. So even in the time travel and the character in your movie, the time, according to the definition of our experience, is how we are to measure it. We don't, we should not think of, be thinking about it in days and months and years, because that just like any other label will limit our experience. See, I also at night when I meditate, I, I travel. Okay. I, 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 I travel and, um, I know that the places that I travel sometimes consciously, sometimes unconsciously which is why i have to remain grounded to gaia uh remain grounded before i go to bed every night i have to ground myself because i will travel unknowingly to places i didn't know and come back with energies that i didn't intend on picking up anyway every experience in our life snapshots like polaroids That is our own measurement, personal measurement of time. So when I time travel, when I'm sleeping, and and I mean this on a mental level, so it's like meditation and um, quantum jumping, quantum leaping, those type of things. I don't really get into titles. I want to experience the experience outside of someone's definition or limitations of time or I want to be able to define it by my experience. And that's how we stay present and in the moment. And, and so when we talk about time travel, we're talking about moving from one experience that we are fully present in into another experience that we are fully present in. Um, so it's moving from one experience to another experience outside of the defined terms that we have placed or the measurements or the codes the numbers to measure of this 3D experience. I don't know if that's too deep and I hope it makes sense.
0: You just gave me the character arc it's a TV show it's not a movie but you gave me how she figures out how to get home. Oh. Because that's what it is. If ta- Time is a man-made construct. Yes. Uh, you go read on it. Uh, the Gregorian King Gregory, I think, is what it came up in that time. I think it was an English, a British King, King Gregory, because it's a Gregorian calendar, right? Okay. And it's time, and time is measured. But time... This podcast was an ex- is me- maybe measured by 90 minutes or whatever, but it's, it's measured by experience. And one of the biggest things I love about life and like Eckhart Tolle, he talks about living in the moment. And as humans, we have an ego and then we have our soul and the yes. ego, as Eckhart Tolle says, the ego lives in the past and the future, but never in the present moment. And that present moment is our time. And our time measurement. Our measurement yeah. is moments. You start measuring your life in moments. You have no need for time. To quote Van Wider. Write that down. And <laughs> another other thing. You just gave me another gift. Because I love this. Because you talked about filmmaking. And what did they do? They They created an environment. Yes. But. I just wrote this down, and the title of my TV show is Sylvia, and I want to create an environment for the experience. <laughs> <With
1: people. laughs> chills. <So> chills. <laughs>
0: yep. That's what that's want, about. Oh. I'm
1: feeling uh, led to share with you something um, please. concerning time. Mm. Uh, my oh. accident the moment that the tractor trailer truck hit my car i i was knocked unconscious on impact um there was an awareness of myself when when i was knocked out i was reclined back in my seat i still had my seatbelt on for some reason i don't know but um uh, when i was knocked uh, unconscious from that position of being reclined back when I woke up came to awareness I saw the tail end of the truck moving across, um, past my driver's side window but everything was in slow motion and I don't know if you've seen the Transformers movie um but when they slow down the mechanical time and and all you can hear it goes from going super fast and crazy to And I saw the truck scraping past, but my my mental consciousness in that moment was trying to catch up with what was happening, and I was awake. And for a whole year after that accident, I felt like I was in search of time that I had lost. From the moment that I went unconscious to the moment that I woke up was a gap in time. That something inside of me felt like I needed to find or to get it or to get back. Because to understand that you were that close to dying, but completely unaware of it. To know that your body was doing things by an outside source in that gap of time that you didn't understand. I was laying down. When I woke up, I was sitting up. And the reality of the force of a truck hitting a parked car going 85 miles an hour and pushing the vehicle about 65 feet. What was my body doing? What was my awareness in that moment? What was my response? So I was chasing this block of time that I had to come to understand was the in-between because I was immediately in that moment. It was a spiritual thing that happened. Immediately in that moment, I was, I traveled in my consciousness from one state of being to another state of being and funny spirit showing me that they say that there's four parts of my brain that are gone, that are missing. Took me a long time to get over the fact that I felt like I was uh, on the discount rack. Now, Mm -hmm. because that was a negative thing. It was not a negative thing. There was a jump, there was a shift in time. Time collapsed, and I was able to move from one state of consciousness to the next state of consciousness. However, it wasn't necessarily me making the choice for it to happen. And that's why my brain had to get caught up. It was the divine intervention moving me from this one place. this next place i had a i had a concussion i was there alone for a whole entire week in michigan police dropped me off at a hotel i didn't have family or friends there to help take care of me so i had a concussion i was bleeding and i had all this stuff trying to navigate on my own however that space and time it can collapse when spirits involved you can collapse time and and quantum jump that was an unconscious, but we can do it consciously.
0: yes, we can. And so that, and I think about that a lot. There's a couple of things that are coming to me on that is, yeah, that's again, the TV show comes to mind, of course, but that the keys come to mind.
2: The other so thing cool. I want to
0: tell you is a story about podcasting because
2: mm-hmm.
0: I was working at Walmart and in 2019, 2020. I started listening to podcasts because after eight o'clock I was working in the deli. We closed the deli and we cleaned for two hours and then I get up at 10 and yep. I'd listen to podcasts. And uh I consider myself politically homeless, but I still listen to, I listen to Joe Rogan. And I listened to Joe Rogan talk to Miley Cyrus for three hours. I listened to wow. all three hours. And in that moment, I knew that's what I wanted to do within two weeks. So it'll be two years in October that I started my podcast. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Wow. I felt like... That was my calling. It just, it felt like I can be Johnny Carson in my own way, you know, and because Johnny Carson was a master at getting celebrities to do stuff and talk. And I grew up watching Johnny Carson because I'm of that generation, you know, right at 1030 at night. That's what you did. Yeah. Um. Well, here's the thing. This is the longest podcast I've ever recorded. I think we're going. I don't know how long it is. And but this is what I wanted. I wanted to be able to go like this, and not put an end to. to... This is the closest thing to church I've had in forever in a day just talking to you spiritually, deeply, and that's just me expressing gratitude. And I don't know what, if there's gratitude, if that's a word, I don't know. It can be. Right. Because we can make up whatever we want. But that's, the other one too, is about that quantum leap stuff. I I wrote a note, I'm going to send you somebody on TikTok that does talk about stuff like that.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: There's, a lot of gifts there for the both of us. I'm inspired by my TV show. I'm, ironically, I'm hungry, but I'm always hungry. I, <laughs> um, I,
1: I have to tell I you. I can
0: talk to you for hours. I <clears throat> literally could talk to you for hours.
1: I feel the same and i and i do i do have to tell you I know that there's very uh layers and and this is why I struggle with titles and, and how spirit uses me, but I am also good. very good um I am also an activator of of gifts that's been shown to me so um the 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 energy tends to um the way that I've experienced it anyway and I, and again I'm I'm picking up the knowledge other people's knowledges after I experience it myself and 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 so spirit does use me to help inspire um and stir up the gifts in other people um which is which is beautiful and 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 I'm humbled to be able to do that so it's no surprise to me that we both are being inspired by each other today and I'm so grateful it has been about three and a half hours and do you see how we collapsed time together my dear
0: because it doesn't feel like three and a half hours it feels maybe like 30 minutes to 40
1: maybe 45 minutes of
0: that in in human time but it just and I haven't even there's yeah I haven't written so much and just, but you have helped me achieve one of my dreams. Literally, this oh. is what I want. Cause most times when I have people on podcasts, I, it's like, I want, you know, they only have a certain time frame, And I have another one that my friend Maria, she got to come on my podcast and I think she's going to be the same way, but she's incredibly gifted just like you are. And, And can talk about birth charts and all that other stuff. And there's a bunch of people that I want to talk to because I want to get into all this. Just a for the knowledge, B human connection is one of my favorite things. And I wrote down activator of gifts because I think that's what I am as well.
1: I do believe so. Yes, I do.
0: Anybody, everybody I talk to walks away wanting to do their own podcast. I've had, I've had directors, I've had actors, I've had writers, I've had I've had a doctor on here that I still talk to, uh, who is inspired by me no less. And and Jen I had on and we she wants to come back on because we barely tip the surface of what she's doing. And we both have a love of sports and all of that and just but it's been three and a half hours and you've helped me do my own little long form podcast which has got to be great I can't wait to see what we get out of this and now I'm taught talk- one of my favorite things that I've learned today is numbers as language and my brain is still trying to wrap itself around that which is really cool now that inspires me now to make sure her name is Georgina and she's out of Germany somewhere Germany I don't know where those keys. But anyway, I want her on to talk about numbers and numerology. She is a numerologist. And she told me, wait until 2022, something's going to happen in the movie industry. And I'm like, this is 2020. And I'm like, no. uh -uh. Yeah, I never want to get back into that. Blah, blah, blah. Now I want to create experience. I want to create an environment for people to experience. through being a creator which is why i love tiktok because tiktok i don't care about failing i don't care about numbers even though i have one viral video which was about tupperware no less tupperware it was a duet and one (laughs) hundred eighteen thousand views
1: isn't it amazing what people actually what you think is gonna you know hit and what actually hits it's amazing
0: it is and i know you now and i'm blessed to know you wonder woman
1: oh Thank you so kindly. Like I can, I, I, I don't know, but I, I am going to do a gratitude. I'm being led to do a gratitude video um, sharing what it is that this interaction ha- has done um, for me. I, I just need a minute to be able to allow spirit to show me how to do that and what to say. But I want to I wanna show gratitude to you um, for what it is that, that you've done for me. In, in being able to be connected to a kindred soul um we this is incredible yeah,
0: this has been very incredible and very mind-blowing for me and wonderful so I really appreciate you Helen which means light yes and it's the number 44
1: <laughs> yes. I'm going to look up all these numbers now because uh I don't Honestly, the information that you get to me, give to me outside of what I'm sharing with you as my experience is giving me the knowledge and, and the background, foundational knowledge that I have yet to discover. So thank right.
0: you. Yep. My podcast: creating an environment for people to have an experience.
1: So much love and light to you, and I've been so blessed by this three, three, three on the clock.
0: Yep, I will find you on the talk.
1: All I right. love you.
0: I'm proud of you. you. If nobody ever tells you, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for your journey. I'm proud of you for sharing your gifts to me, and I have so much love for you.
1: Oh, the love, the light in me loves the light in you as well. Thank you so much.
2: All right, thank you.